0: This is Meltcast 3.0. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Melthology is a monthly comics jam at Meltdown every third Tuesday of the month. Here's how it works. Show up at Meltdown at 7 p.m. and draw a page of whatever you want. At 9.30 p.m., we'll collect all the art, and there's a $3 printing cost. When you come to the next month's comic jam, you'll get a complete zine with everyone's contributions inside. There is no set theme and all skill levels are welcome. The upcoming Comics Jam dates are October 20th, November 17th, and December 15th. Last but not least, Melthology contributors get 10% off their Meltdown purchase on the night of the event. Go to at Melt underscore on Twitter or Facebook if you have any specific questions. Ask for Chuck. Comic-Con in a Box Loot Crate. This is a monthly subscription service where, because of their iconic partners, each box is packed with exclusive items. There are different plans to suit your needs, and when you enter the promotional code MELTDOWN, you get $3 off your crate. Check it out at LootCrate.com. Melt U, the school at Meltdown, where they teach you the skills to make comic books. Some of the current classes include Creating Comics, Drawing Comics for Kids, and The Art of Inking. Coming soon, there will be classes for short film writing, drawing basics, and kids make zines. Go to meltcomics.com and enroll now. Do you like to binge read your comics? Are you having trouble tracking down all the back issues of your favorite comics? The answer is Comics Fix. Comics Fix is a monthly digital subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and read as much as your heart desires. Go to ComicFix.com and check it out. The first month is free. Other Meltdown programming. We have podcasts such as History of the Batman, weekly topic-based discussions about all things Batman, the Disney Click, where everything in the Magic Kingdom is discussed, and two new podcasts coming soon, Pod Sequentialism and On Some (laughs) Hip-Hop Explicative. That starts with, I'm not going to explain it. Video podcasts such as Digital Lizards of Doom—that's Digital Lizards of Doom—Meltdown's very own YouTube show where Gabe, Dan, and uh, Gabe and Dan explore all aspects of pop culture. That's that. That's it. Oh, okay. it's, it's-
1: Hey guys, welcome to uh, Meltcast 3.0. This is Eddie speaking. Aristotle's the Aristotle. in the room, he's doing something with the uh, wires. Uh, Derek is in here too. And today uh, we have Kelly back on. um, Jeanette got sleepy. In. <laughs> Everyone, uh wow.
0: Kelly, that was loud garbage. <laughs> Kelly, Silence. you know
1: what's you know what's Fill funny? The void. This, this entire ah. week, this entire this entire like past three episodes, one of us has been missing. Yeah, yeah. True. we haven't been in
2: a room together, uh, on it, or we haven't been in a room recording together in, in like well. Does that I mean know. that in a few years we're gonna have a? Like a look back on the music, and it's gonna be like we, <laughs> we were we were never in the same room together.
1: <laughs> Aristotle started assigning races, and he just he just wasn't the same. Yeah, he no, let's power hear tree that.
0: One. I I have heard that. Go ahead. Oh uh, <laughs> no, that was just you know. Are you gonna talk. assign me a new race? I didn't say
2: I, that's exactly what I said. I wasn't doing. I was like, I'm not assigning you a new race.
3: But he, I'm honorarily not white.
2: Honorary um not white. Eddie. Do you want to assign me a new race? I don't. Uh, apparently,
1: what? there was a, a oh, okay. A, You're you're white and I love you. It's fine. Mm.
0: All right. Yeah. It's the You you haven't done anything to me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get that on record? Yeah, I can use that (laughs) later. (laughs) I present to you (laughs) the podcast, Meltcast 3.0. Episode Uh, uh, 3. Sir, it says here there was an episode called White Power Ranger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, And you were the thumbnail. Photo uh, You are what? a
1: part of the brotherhood Why Why does she sound like she's from uh, I she? know she wouldn't be prosecuting no, me No she no wouldn't, she, wouldn't. she would be like making you like
0: Yeah she'd be like we're gonna let this one go <laughs> She's like go Vikings uh, <laughs> Yeah right. Yeah. And she sounds like she would wow, be dude. into the Vikings I almost said go Vikings in <laughs> yeah. response to you That's how much of a reflex it is They lost <laughs> Oh. But the Iowa Hawkeyes won. I watched the game <laughs> in Iowa when oh, I was there.
3: We're talking about sports. No, yeah, we're. Don't sorry, we the, don't do it frequently. Was thinking about I would literal like to, we're Vikings just talking about white things. Because they were all white.
1: Because
3: um, Vikings and white.
0: Yeah.
1: Race. What and was it? uh I was going to say that in Ludafisk. Hmm?
0: Ludacris? No, Ludafisk. A lot of white uh, people uh, like ludicrous. I mean, yeah. Where is beep, he? Beep, beep, whoop, whoop. I am on my eel. <laughs> they do that. I Did I turned know? up the whiteness but really you know what, bad. You know
1: what I'm talking about, right? What? Like the, the Luda fish? Fish.
0: Yeah, is that what it's called? Gafilka fish, Probably. Gefilkafish. <laughs> fish. Go, Iowa. Go, Iowa.
4: Derek's back Thank from you. Iowa everyone. I am. Welcome, Woo. welcome Derek. I yeah, am yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a nice
0: journey. Back home. I saw a like a line of wild turkey in a cemetery. Uh-oh. It was pretty cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Live turkey? Yeah. It mean, was just
0: a bunch just of, a of turkey. Just a line of turkey. Just they just decided to. They're like, <laughs> hey, trip- we haven't been to this cemetery in a while, guys. And I was like, me neither. Were they visiting like
3: a like,
0: <clears> like you know, I didn't get a chance to ask <laughs> them. Did they fly there for the winter? <laughs> no, they were walking. That's what was. That's what was funny was they were just like the hitchhiker. They looked America. like Velociraptors. Just, but they were the <laughs> most silent of any animal that was moving that quick Little that I've ever seen. <laughs> just like that was the most noise they made. Like you just you just yeah. hear the brush. <laughs> no. Like, no nope. the... Didn't even hear that. They were smart enough to not step on things that are loud. <laughs> <laughs> is, so. that, uh,
1: is that why they always appear so hard to, to hunt in, in cartoons
0: and stuff? Maybe. They're just they're silent and not dead. They weren't as big as I thought that they'd be. Really? What like how big there is as... th- like picture the like for a bird to walk upright and like actually stride? Not like birds that just kind of hop along. Okay, that's about how big they are. Hmm. If that's a good enough, are these big? Do they your knee? Yeah. Okay, what? that's pretty. Yeah. Big. But there's other things like in Iowa the, besides the turkey. The it was just it was weird because <laughs> I that's actually something I don't see that often. I just picture so. Iowa like this massive land filled with turkeys now, though. <laughs> I mean, they're that's probably like around. But I will say this. I went back for a 5K benefit race. Mm. And on the topic of race, <laughs> I will say that you're, 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 in, you're yeah. in LA and you're like, oh, multicultural. And you go back, I'm like, this is White Fest 2015 <laughs> at this 5K. k <laughs> <White Fest laughs> I just looked around and I was like, wow, all right. I didn't know what to make. It was like they was were running everywhere. for a good cause, so I don't know. It was just a collective of white people uh, that can standing that can, up for breast cancer. That can sometimes be a uh, okay thing as long as they don't
1: start yeah. donning white sheets it's, over there. No, you're absolutely you're fine. No, they were just wearing pink. Okay, that's fine. They were all wearing pink. Like pink sheets They're just yeah. I can feel like the KKK could be like sensitive pink. towards breast cancer. Well, well
0: yeah. I'm sure that some of them like, get they're like we're hateful, but
1: like hey. Come on,
0: yeah, they seem to they seem to be calming down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Is keep there up a calm on. Do you think they? The well, do you think they ever have meetings? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, do you think they ever have meetings and they're just they're like, like all right, we need to diversify. <sighs> no, they're they're just like I just no. don't
1: know anymore. I just I wake up sometimes in the morning and I just don't hate as hard as I used to.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> have to go see their therapist. I have about to imagine it, like, honestly that's uh, what's happening. Yeah. Like, and all Like, wise, what kid inherently. is being brought up in the KKK right now and all the cool shit that they see? <laughs> yeah. Like, hoverboards and BB 8s and, like, all these things. And they're like, <laughs> okay, Black yeah, Black we're Black. supposed to hate them. Why, Dad? I just don't. This
1: window was so cool, Dad. <gasps> <gasps> but there were the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'd like people, to think we're past I, the, people, some of the they, hate. People have layers. And, uh, like, like, onions. Well, let's not, and ogres. It's not.
2: Well, let's not inculter uh, the situation, but Guillermo del Toro <laughs> just tweeted that he just turned 51. Uh, happy
1: birthday, Guillermo del Toro. Happy Thank you for everything. All the billboards. Everyone name your favorite right. Guillermo, del <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. No, that's No, that's, that's that water company. That
0: water company that has all the half-naked ladies on it. One, three, eight water. Oh
3: my God. No, no, hey, hey. Don't... I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. People know what we're
0: talking about. Yeah, but let's not plug them. I got an idea. I mean, maybe not just... They're everywhere. Maybe not show me inside a woman's ass hug us. And try and sell me water. I'd be like, I don't billboard. know if they sell water, because here's I, the thing. Or I mean, whatever they the fuck they it's do. It's
3: water. Like, it is water.
0: But a lot of the times, the poster but would be like, one, three,
1: eight, water, half-naked girl, and then, yeah. like... Here's a CD.
0: Not half naked like girl. Like, a girl who just, like, whose spine shouldn't be able oh, yeah. to, like the one, twist the yeah. way that it does. There was the
1: one that was over our store for a while that was just
0: a butt. Yeah, now it's a flash, and it I thought, thank butt. God. Which makes more sense. But it was just yeah. a butt. And I was like, what?
1: yeah, I didn't you remember no. that. No. Was was wasn't that
2: American Apparel? Lady but, butt, no. didn't
1: no. 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 Me undies. Uh, they, they
2: filed for uh, bankruptcy. They who did? did. But don't they always?
3: They do. I'll do that a lot.
2: They're never going to go away. mean, I buying them.
3: But they don't.
2: Yeah, no, no, they do. I but feel they like buy I, the only, like
3: they buy the American apparel that gets the in thrift stores. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. buying the
2: used American. No, apparel people shape. keep people keep or losing their plain black sale. sweaters, and they need to go back and buy it's another. plain
0: I've black had the same sweater.
2: plain black sweater for like.
1: Who was the me too? Then, who was that that the one, one that said? Go oh,
0: through. it was Abercrombie, wasn't it? That was like we're not going to carry any oh. normal size. No, uh, yes, it was Abercrombie. I believe it was. Was it? Or are we uh, just by we throwing mud at someone who doesn't deserve it? I mean, I mean they deserve whatever you throw at them. It's you know, oh, one thing I did Hollister. do I when I went back. Hollister. Hey, mm-hmm. one thing I did do because we're talking I mean. a lot about commercialism and corporations and bankrupt- yeah, bankruptcy bankruptcy. I went back home and um, my girlfriend made an off comment of, "Let's go see the homage." And my mom's like, I'll take you there if you want to go see them um, because again, she's a foreigner and she's like, the, I don't know, I want that, to see these. Is that one of the sites to see in Iowa? The it's Amish, not one of the sites. In fact, it was funny because for this the first the time in, site- my, in my life, I was I went to the gas station and I was like, in in where in the in the town that they're kind of near, and I was like, hey, um, quick question, where do the Amish hang out? And they're like, it's a very common. Uh, question. Here's a map of all the Amish businesses that you could possibly want to visit. What did they sell? Uh, we went to a really awesome bakery where they have only the purest of, like, sweet things. And, uh, um, all the women that were cooking in the back didn't have shoes on. (laughs) So, and then we went to a woman who was selling quilts and... Um there was not a sound made in her house which was there was there was nothing there was no hum of electricity there was no podcast playing which like why would wow 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 you guys what like marinate their brain with huh what did they fill Well that's their brain the thing with? is as I was like oh they'd be ignorant or they'd be like a child or something <laughs> like that but when you really stop and think about it there's no white noise filling their head like random useless shit like, what color's the dress? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that's made a line in my brain that I can't, like, reform. It made a line. And uh, so I, I feel like th- all that's going through their head is, like, how can I be, like, super competent and, like, build houses mm. and do all the things I need to to survive? Really Stop okay. listening uh, to podcasts. Malcolm. No. That's not what I'm saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying is maybe try being Amish for, like, a What's a good... No. An three hour. Three to four months. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Try it. Nah, Why not? Too much. So I can be 20 years behind everyone? And then I, I heard true. of this really awesome holiday that they have or like rite Rome of Spring? passage. Yeah. Romspring. Yeah. Rumspringer! Yeah. 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 Where... Where they get to go out into the world? Yeah. And some of them are like, oh, oh I'll try or. all the bad mm-hmm. things. And then people are like, you ever tried heroin? And it's like, no, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which there are terrible. so many
3: like CSI, like episodes based off of kids like who get into trouble during Rumspringer, <laughs> like any crime like- show. They always have an Amish kid
0: episode. Oh, they're like, I they thought I could trouble. touch her everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like
1: I, I would want to start like a uh, like a site, but it would fail. Like it would would it be like, oh, are you going to be on Rumspringer? Then like come like hang out with me, and I'll show you like. Around and like, oh, I'll, I'll like uh, yeah. show you like, like an it, it entry point, weird. yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. you know, someone like, to, to guide here's them through. I you don't lose yeah, like, your cool, oh, don't do dude. that, don't do that. I know, out. I know he looks like the devil, and you have a pitchfork, and you're we're in a barn for some reason, but don't No, that's just a costume. This is we're at a club, it's weird, it's a goth club. Just look, I, look, I can't explain to you what goth is right now.
0: When you stop and think about it, you couldn't. No, and that's that's yeah, what I'm Yeah, saying. you couldn't market that's, it. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you
0: couldn't market I would just
1: have to wait outside of like their community. <laughs> just go in a leather jacket, smoking a cigarette, and be like, "You guys ready to go?" And like, in a like, well, they smoke
0: uh, pipes. You could advertise in they the smoke yellow pipes. pages. <laughs> just, I'm so you'd have to be smoking a pipe for them build, to be like, "Wait gonna, a minute, no, no, do no. I trust this guy?" I'm gonna build a bench. Yes,
1: and it's gonna be across <gasps> the street from like, and just gonna be a row of benches with like my well, face on it. going. I, like, I, I know somewhere no. between
0: forty five and sixty businesses that you could potentially <laughs> wait outside of, <laughs> and I have a map to lead you through Upper out. North Independence, like, Iowa. What do
3: they do? Do they go to the bus station and just pick a place? You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah.
3: where do they go after? Mm. Do they get dropped off in a well, big, the Big Apple? Like, me, I'm just
0: confused. Let me tell you, the Amish in Iowa would be like, oh, this isn't too far off. <laughs> this isn't too far off. Like, they would, if they just started walking into the town in Iowa, it'd be like, hey, that's it. <laughs> it wouldn't be like the Amish outside of L.A. Yeah. or the Amish. I mean, they might find some meth, but that's... That's a different story. Oh, also the Taco Bell. the Taco Meth, it's back on, dude. What? Like, like, it's like open nothing again? ever happened.
1: Well, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine everyone's like, well, hmm, the tacos don't st- don't taste the same anymore, but they're, you know, they're pretty good.
0: Like, Taco Bell's like, oh, shit, no, this is going to be the thing that axes us, and it no. doesn't. And then they're like, oh. And We're now they're going invincible. vegan. Oh. Yeah.
1: another they yeah. They're doing more vegan stuff for Aristotle. They're doing a whole vegan menu. Are they? Yeah, it's weird. It's real weird. You technically, what? their entire menu is vegan. Just don't it's, add fucking sour cream not. or cheese it's or not. meat. It's not. What, what the make what's uh, the, tortilla? Is tortilla? the
0: tortilla? Tortilla made they've with. They've got beans. They've got potatoes. But is the tortilla made with? The
3: spicy potato tacos are my
1: shit.
0: Yeah. See there Whoa, you go. Whoa, oh, oh. Ta- uh, hey, Taco Bell vegan? has not paid us any mm. money. Are those vegan? We need to keep it vague. The,
1: like, the spicy potato taco is not vegan. Oh, I don't know. Pro- maybe, a, dude, I don't you're know. my source. I don't. What
0: I don't go fuck? to Taco Bell because it's just. Uh, only I can't remember if I said know. this on on a previous podcast. It blew my mind when you're like, "Oh, this beer isn't vegan," yeah. and I went, "What? Yeah." What fast food is vegan? Or, Chipotle can be, oh. can be made vegan. Uh,
2: pizza Hut. do order no cheese. Beans. The thin crust, no cheese.
3: What how would is, be the how point does the pizza with st- no stay cheese? on there? That's, that doesn't make sense. I know.
2: It's just I so forget. Feel like, pizza. So it's all, crust, sauce, and whatever your toppings are.
1: Ew, yeah, that's gross. That uh, uh, does it sound bad. I feel like all pizza places could be vegan if they just had like one extra cheese. tray with vegan cheese in it.
2: Yeah, right. Like, yeah, that's how much true. would that cost? It, well, like actually, more. it'd have to be thin crust. The but then when
3: they have to have a whole dead. thing that's like, oh, well, now we got to tell everybody we, this contains soy. I don't know. It's like so many allergies.
1: <sighs> people would know. It's I'm going to die anyways. Yeah, it's fine. yeah that's fine. That's a forget great every way to look, time
3: look at it. I forget, your, like, I forget all my friends who are vegan or vegan because I love cheese so much that I feel like I block it out because I don't like people who don't like cheese. Cheese so is, it's difficult. I get reminded when we talk about food. Yeah, I really Dairy. love cheese, man.
0: Yeah. Like Jesus is I, so good I man. will say I haven't I haven't touched meat in I think like three months. Yeah. Maybe more. Who cares? And uh <laughs> and and uh and I will I had the first like ah when uh, my friend was like, Hey, let's go to Panda Express and like I was just I hadn't had the like going to Panda Express and being like, Oh, oh I There's can't do this. Here for so me. this was the, the first noodles. one. It was like, Yeah, let's go and we went and I was like, I'll get the orange no I oh. won't and there's nothing for me so I and like went to the next but I was like yeah I'm pretty sure all of Panda N- Express uses egg noodles yeah. yeah yeah egg noodles I like eggs too I, I don't understand breakfast. I don't understand oh. there's so many businesses that I feel like don't understand they're like so explain it to need me you do these things well, but, but I mean like uh, I'll be like can I get the vegetarian option and they'll it'll be filled with eggs and I don't mm. I don't understand oh well vegetarians well yeah eggs. that's fine they can, yeah, because yeah. it's what so, embri- embryo. No, maybe? so okay, so, so long as it's not. Yeah, way, it's
3: like a chicken period.
1: So the way it it breaks down is chicken uh, period, or or the the different ways yeah. that I've seen it break down is that uh, there's vegan, which yep. is completely no animal anything, anything from an animal. Yeah, nothing from an animal. Yeah, um, then there's uh, vegetarian, which is just you know no no meat. Um, mm, but egg. Uh, but within mm-hmm. that, there's different. So, so there's octo ovo, uh, which uh, means you can eat. Uh, milk, um, mm-hmm. uh, eggs, eggs mm. um,
0: and then there's pescatarian, which means yeah, that was what I was. Yeah, yep. so just do fish, not to be confused with Episcopalian. Yes.
2: <laughs> <Ay-oh>. Anyways, <laughs> I mean, we all read comic does. books, and, and from that, yeah,
1: hey guys, Woo! we read comic books this week. Yep. Um No matter what type of uh, dietary exceptions you have, comic books are good for you.
2: Yeah, the
5: uh, mm-hmm.
2: unless they're filled with hate.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: What? Why did they be like polluting? Nazi comics? i are not gonna read a fucking Nazi comic. Did well, Nazis are we
3: making comics? fun of?
2: They could. I don't know.
3: It depends on what it's about. I think.
2: <laughs> God damn it, her <laughs> I don't
3: know.
1: I don't think Nazis. Have How do we come back from this? I know. How do we come back? Have from you this? ever read those chick tracks?
2: What? Those little comics that uh, I believe they're given out in New York on the the subways. And they're, like, Christian thi- like. Oh, uh,
3: yeah, I've gotten those.
2: Uh, one of the guys that did Zine Melt last, uh, the last Zine Melt gave care. me one. That's, uh, like, the dangers of playing Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons. And oh, is girl- it really? Yeah, and this girl, like, like she played Dungeons and Dragons, and then she was possessed by a mm-hmm. demon, and she died. Those yeah. almost seem like they're, like, like, not real. Like, they're, like, oh, ha, ha, ha.
1: Yeah, awesome but yeah. no like, they're like no they're real yeah. <laughs> or it's like someone that was like really into punk and like now I'm confused. understood it's irony like a little like...
0: tiny fold out thing or oh yeah, like it's a... yeah. yeah it's a little tiny comic it's like a like a um, what is it the bubblegum like comic strip
2: uh, it's, it's a little more than that
0: <laughs> uh but these are more like little pamphlets uh
1: so there's like the little pamphlet ones and then there's like those bubblegums that you're talking about and then there's things like tijuana bibles which
0: are
2: just Uh, filthy
0: yeah oh those are nudie books right yeah 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 (laughs) all right one of my first exposures to uh
1: printed comics tijuana bibles (sighs) speaking of comics
5: comics
1: well i was i was yeah yeah, okay, so comics. Uh, <laughs> mm. this week, uh, I read Paper Girls.
2: Paper Girls number one. Pix of on the Wii. I had to open my phone, I'm sorry. Yeah. Picks of the Wii. There we
1: go. I read uh yeah. Paper Girls by the amazing and super talented, and I uh if I could dick write him even more, uh. I would. Uh Brian K. Vaughn. <laughs> uh he is my favorite yeah. fucking writer, guys. Oh, uh yeah. Brian K. Vaughn. Uh and the art is done by Cliff Chang, uh, who, has done fantastic work for uh, DC and Marvel. Or I th- mostly, I think, DC. Um, it's it's good. It's so good. It's set in the 80s. Uh, it's set uh, on Halloween. Um, these girls who are on a paper route uh, are cruising around uh, protecting each other, watching each other's backs. And then they break off into teams and one of them gets their like walkie-talkie stolen. And so they think it's these guys that are like going around and and stealing and like doing like just fucked up shit on. they garbage. Yeah, exactly. They're garbage humans. Um. And uh. They stumble upon what seems to be a a alien transporting device of some sort. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Right. Yeah, and and they think it's like a, a recreation of like oh it's like a War of the Worlds type thing. This is just like mm-hmm. a big practical joke and.
3: Because one of the girls is real nerdy and she yeah. knows. NASA stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they stumble upon an adventure that's out of this world.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Kelly wrote, read this book, too. Yeah. What did you think about it?
3: I love it so much. It's so good. Um, Because when I was reading it, I forgot that I read the preview yeah. in the mm-hmm. back of another comic, like, a while ago. I was like, Plutona. oh, shit, this is... Yeah, that's probably what it is. I was like, oh, fuck, this is it. Um, but Yeah, I really, really, I really like it. Because, like, I I mean they're they've done a pretty good job of like introducing the girls, but I'm so excited to like un, like learn their personalities as it continues. Goes, yeah. I'm really excited and like the weird ending that you know
0: it's, whatever. Yeah, it, it is, it, that, that ending makes you question a lot. Yeah, of things. Um, yeah. But, what um, these are all like sixteen? No, they're like, uh, like girls. 13, thirteen, like twelve, thirteen. I think, 13, the, I think 14. the oldest one's like fourteen. Yeah, she's
3: the one that was smoking. She's the badass yeah. one. Yeah. The, mm. the redhead. Stand up in the cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kelly has red hair. I do. Um uh, yeah. this cover is really awesome too. It's like That's really so like eighties. Cool. Yeah. Just it
0: reminds me of uh We Are Robins for whatever reason. Kind of, yeah. Know. Yeah. That. Like yeah. the street kid sort of.
1: Yeah. Plus they're, like, one of them's wearing, like, a varsity jacket. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, and it opens up in this weird fucking dream that this girl's having. Oh, yeah. Like, I about honestly, because when I first started reading it, I didn't remember it was the thing that I read in the preview because it's, like, she's in space and, like, the teacher that was on the Challenger was, it like, the angel. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> like, first was- There's, like, Satan. Like, I was like, what's happening? And then you realize it's a dream. <laughs> and it, But it was so cool. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the dream sequence yeah. is actually really awesome.
3: Yeah, but I didn't expect the twist at the end at all. Like I was like, oh, they're just this is gonna be it. The girls are band together against the evil forces
1: in the night. That's yeah, that's that's, that's how a lot of his books are though. Where yeah, like, it's just like, hey, you think this is going on? I'm like, fucking <laughs> never mind. Is what is actually happening? I love it. Syke, syke, love syke, you, Brian. Syke. Thank you, Brian Kavan. You're the best. Totes, love you. Uh, we stand on guard I think number three came out this week too
0: Uh, Derek Uh, it's actually number four (gasps) number four Uh, so I will uh, segue into that um, with my um, continued reading Um, so I've been reading this uh, I think we've touched on the first issue. We had a big we've signing t- we've when he came. We talked about a couple of the issues. I think yeah, one of the other episodes. We yeah. So we're just like completely filling yeah. in the plot as it unfolds. <laughs> There's only two more issues left after this. Yeah, oh, this one was more like a very spectacle-based issue. It was mm-hmm. just it was it was a good way to appreciate um, scores. Scorse's art? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Scorsese art, because. I'm really um, waiting for shit to hit the fan in this book. I mean, it does. It opens we with. We are bad with names. Oh, <laughs> alright. That's okay. Uh, uh, it's it's alright. You it moose fuckers have 60 seconds to surrender. What? And it's the U.S. Uh, oh, decked gonna... out in their, like, fire gear. Is that a Did, spider? I don't know. Something just, like, attacked the back of my arm.
2: That,
1: I think that, I think spiders very,
2: are... very. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: That you heard was Aristotle being attacked by a spider. He he wasn't (laughs) trying his best ghost impression. He was, he was questionably afraid. Yeah, not questionably, he was afraid. I
2: didn't know what it was, but something was touching me.
0: It was weird. It wasn't me. It was spooky. Um, Question, quick. I'm looking at Wikipedia in the corner, but it's spelled W-I-C-C-A. Wiccan. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a spell book present? Yep. We have yeah. a, like a spell book like, like the, and, and a dick like candle Bible. on yeah. the same, you know, surface. Shout out to Making Jessica Chobot. Weird. Chobot. 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 Buh, 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 buh. weird
2: of the week. Weird of the week? Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's amazing, our
1: thing, yeah, that's a shout out to Jessica Chobot. Weird, weird of the week. This is the closest it'll like be to having I her on the, show, on the show, guys. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> These are all jingles I made for the Bizarre States
5: podcast.
2: Nice. Are you preparing nice. them here, or are you, uh, do you... Ooh, I mean, we're look. talking about the... Wicked... No, 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 it's already on the show. Okay.
0: Are you using anyway. Anyway. We stand on <laughs> yeah. Crossover. Moves. Crossover episode. Uh, more praising of Brian K. Vaughn. Brian um, K. Vaughan. Yeah, and uh, Steve Scores. Um, basically, uh, in this issue... Uh, we are checking out the Canadian factions, um, trying to rebuild uh, one of the fallen U.S. war machines. This, this is a. Uh, is this what happened in the last issue? Last issue was they they had found the
1: the base, right? Yeah, the base. She had, then the girl you, had given them the information, and, ye- and she was on the way there.
0: The the commander lady was on the way. Too. Yes, and then you realize kind of both sides are a little fucked up. Yeah, like it was. It was very like pro Canada, U.S. sucks. Yeah, and then it was like mm, sometimes shitty people in any government suck or like system, and so Canada was not as squeaky clean. Mm. Um, and and this all like comes off the heels of I was watching uh, South Park, the new episodes. I haven't watched any of the new season. It's awesome. You should check it out. Too. But the first the first episode was. Um, them basically being like, "You PC bro, you PC," and um, and there's a, basically a PC police, and it all kind oh of. Oh my God. What, what? the cockroach? Oh, there is a cockroach. Oh, I'll take care hang of on. it. That that was it? Aristotle. It no, no, no. Hey, hey, don't step on it. Oh, yeah. What okay, make? what you're listening to, people, is me saving a life. Damn it. Where people oh, wanted is, to kill. Thing. So hang on. Uh, was it? Was no, it? I'm like, fully on board for killing cockroaches. No, no, no. Whoa, is there dude! A piece of paper? You can't be like. Eat cockroaches <laughs> and spiders. This is going to be the best episode yet. It. Listen. So I um, took care of the cockroach, found a cup it's and gone. some cardstock, just slid the cardstock under the cup. We got a good look at the cockroach. And it then of had a markings. and killed that motherfucker. Uh, no, 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 no. no. Uh, I, I set it outside.
2: What I hexed should it's we life.
1: name it? No. Roachie.
0: Yeah, Roachie. Okay.
1: Anyways. We stand on guard. Roachy and Aristotle. Uh, it's gonna be a lot like uh, Devil Dinosaur and uh, Star Girl. Is that what it's called? But Aristotle's completely afraid of a roach that is uh, a one hundredth of his size, probably. Mm-hmm. I just hate it.
0: I hate it with all my life. No, 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 dude. You can't. You can't be like I'm vegan. Oh, that's true.
2: No. And then like so so prepped to kill a fucking roaches. Roaches don't count. They don't count. Yeah, they do. They it's don't count as any. It's it's they Because they don't do. have
1: souls. Exactly. What's your stance on abortion? <laughs> what's
3: your stance on cockroach abortion?
1: Oh, uh, just abort all the cockroaches. <laughs> abort. 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 They serve us no purpose. <laughs> what's your stance on abort buttons?
2: Abort what? Abort buttons. Mm-hmm. Like buttons on like... What? What's, as, you what's you your stance parachute?
0: on people taking stances on things? Yeah. I'm very pro stances. As long as it's a good look. What do you think of uh, the stance that a center takes before he hikes a ball? Uh, you've lost me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I will say... Where do you stand on the show on Lost? where I stand on We Stand On Guard. Yeah, We Stand On Guard. So the cover is what drew me in about it, too. Yeah. Um, it shows the... Um, and it's also... It's not a usual way that you would show. It's, it's technically a landscape... What is he fighting? He's is a dog so, fighting a dog. Yeah, so it's a wolf... Yeah. Um, that is being taken down by a mechanical dog or a mechanical Ooh. wolf. That's cool. Um Oh, that's the mech wolf from the I think what was it like the Yeah. One? Yeah. So uh basically you see a ton of mech wolves in this. Oh really? Yeah. And it's it's just it's it, this issue is pretty much Canada fighting Bad. what what is essentially the um the US military force that's like Unmanned Or, like, not an actual sh- soldier. Yeah,
1: because they had talked about that. Yeah. I think in the second
0: issue. Yeah. And, and they were like, oh, I
1: thought these. Oh, it was the first issue. And they were like, I thought these things were unmanned.
0: Yeah. And, um, uh, you see actual foot soldiers yeah. of the U.S. in this issue, and they, they have, like, spider eye helmets, mm-hmm. like, eight to ten, like, tiny cameras. Yeah. On That's their cool. face. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, um,. So it's, uh, America's not being painted in very good light. Oh, and also why I brought up uh, South Park is because there's an episode where um, we're talking about uh, building a wall to keep Mexico out, yeah. and then Canada kind of goes, well, why don't we build a wall to keep you out? Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. And uh, they're like, no, it's okay. We're just up here, and uh, we have some really cool shit that we <laughs> don't want you to see. I wonder... <laughs> so
1: I wonder and like then where it's like, hey, we're gonna build around a wall around you. No, no, that's not cool. You can't just build a wall to hit. Ha- oh,
0: I see what you did there. So, so what if uh, Mexico was smart enough to make us build a wall to wall ourselves in, while Canada to, did it, and then it was like the U.S. just to keep, was to keep all the terribly stuck. annoying tourists
1: that go to Senor Frogs and 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 Senor Frogs. The place I think Ugh, called Senior Frogs. God.
5: It's like... It, it's the
1: worst.
0: Yeah. You know exactly <laughs> Never what I'm been. fucking talking about. If you've it. ever been to Myrtle, it's Myrtle or any Beach or beach, uh, uh, all fucking, like, just dude, I Dude, yeah. I missed out on that.
3: Any spring break destination?
0: Never had any desire to do that. They I just worked. 20-year-olds on spring break are the fucking worst.
3: Like, they have Senior Frogs in, like... In like Honduras or I don't know yeah. where like places it's, I'm like why what there is no law what's happening there. I'm just confused everyone's mm. just
0: like yeah getting like cheap <gasps> ass Real drinks stupid. worse than Vegas mm, yeah uh, it's uh, yeah it's pretty fucking because it's like yeah because Vegas is has that shit on lock yeah they're like they're, the biggest surveillance city yeah yeah that's true in the U S and
3: there it's just like Florida culture I feel like I don't know yeah.
1: Whoa! Yeah. Listen, I mean, Vegas is fucking sucks too. I fucking hate Vegas. Guys. But at
3: least there's a variety yeah. of people, or like, yeah. nah, I don't nah, know. That.
1: Vegas I don't is the know. worst. And then like, it's like, hot as balls out there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Vegas. Yeah. I. Said it. I, I, I. I'm gonna make Melcast 3.0 shirts. Let's just
0: say fuck Vegas. I fuck Vegas. <laughs> and we, I, are bad I, um, we are bad with <laughs> Vegas. We are bad with Vegas. You're garbage. <laughs> yeah. Vegas there was there was, a, garbage. there was a there was a Vegas. I'm not going to share the Vegas trip. <laughs> oh. It's okay. Batman killed it. Hmm. Do do you guys you're have garbage. Vegas? <laughs> hey Batman, he have you ever been to Vegas? You're garbage. Okay. He's not even going to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Hey Aristotle, have you been you to Vegas? Read? Uh, not for, for years. I have not. Oh. Been. Who's got Who's got a Vegas story?
3: I mean, I've been. I don't. Did, you, did you like? No? Oh, like I actually did like it because we just, but we didn't do Vegasy things. That's the thing. Other than just You're looking garbage. at the hotel, like we went to the Hoover Dam and oh. like a speakeasy outside of the strip, like in downtown. Yeah, Vegas. I think
1: and I think here, yeah, I should probably we didn't clarify do that. It's, it's, traditional
3: it's Vegas the
1: stuff. strip,
2: downtown Itself. area of like the money maker. The, yeah. the the place where
1: all the people are. Mm-hmm. And they're all getting drunk. <laughs> just the place where the people are. And just, he wants just... to go where the people are. No, he doesn't. Getting
0: drunk gonna... and handing out those cards that have prostitutes on them. But they woman... only flick it at you because there... they can't legally talk to you. So they just go. There was a woman out <laughs> there. And then you're like, no thanks, dude. I don't her, like, like, want this. Three
1: fucking kids like handing out those cards. And all I can think is like. Your kids should not be out here. Yeah, but this is probably your only source of income. This is fucking shitty. God
0: damn it! Like, why are you the worst Vegas? Like, god damn it! I want to talk to someone who lives in Vegas, has nothing to do with the strip culture. They just live in Vegas and they just work some job. I think most of that strip culture is like the tourists, and the tourists are the fucking. Yeah, tourists are terrible. But I'm. I don't tourists are no. I sometimes. Mean, come on. Me. No,
1: there was those two German dudes I met here the other day that like oh, were really into no, Star Wars. No.
0: They were cool. They were cool. Okay, yeah. all right. They, I was like, yeah. they didn't That's know
1: Disneyland. Not uh, disrupt. No, it was a really German. They didn't know what Disneyland was. Oh, and to explained to them oh yeah and then that's kind of cool
3: that. though meeting someone who doesn't know what disneyland is like how refreshing is that well it was funny because
1: I, I was like i was like you know mickey mouse and I'm like yeah and i was like well there's like a, an entire city uh in anaheim dedicated to mickey mouse
3: and they were like fuck you well they were like <laughs> they were
1: like oh that's weird and i was like yeah but there's like a lot of star wars shit in it now and they're like what oh, the fuck okay. yeah so that's cool and they're like oh we came here and like we rented the most american car I was like, yeah. "What'd you get?" They're like Ford Mustang, and I was like, "Well, that's not American-made, but okay, mm, yeah, okay, good. cool." No, I get, I get, you. I get where you're coming from, though. Yeah,
3: it's weird because I feel like when we were there, like we talked to people who live and work there and i like by the end of the trip i was like maybe i'll just like move to that vegas like not the strip but the outside like actual county of vegas because the strip technically isn't even in the las vegas county it's like right outside it's in technically Mm. another county
1: interesting within it
3: but like that's just i don't know why the
1: weirdest thing was when i drove in the first time like as soon as i got into vegas like we stopped to get gas and yeah. i went into the gas station and there was slot machines in the oh
3: gas yeah oh yeah they're everywhere there was three fucking different rooms everywhere.
1: with slot machines they're in like the gas in station they're like in the bathroom and i was like what yeah i just got here i know my aunt lives in vegas the fuck
2: yeah and i uh, i remember years ago her stepdaughter we went for her birthday and she had a friend there and me and this dude just fucking hit it off immediately we were <laughs> laughing the entire time <laughs> and then uh, i never watched. saw him again and oh. i was like now i missed him <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember what we talked about so Aww. dude so if you're listening if you and
1: you met someone who was afraid of cockroaches named aristotle or yes. eric depending uh, on what he told you eric Stottle sevada oh, no, no, or Jetsky. yeah
2: definitely not Jetsky. yeah but
3: yeah but but then i met someone i that i think grew up in Vegas. i don't know him that well but i think he was born in the vegas county and like he just like was going on about how terrible it is. Yeah. So now I'm like, I don't know if I like it or I don't know. You don't, I don't like it. I don't know. I gonna
0: let you know. Speaking of liking things. Oh. What did Aristotle you like? Aristotle liked a few things this week. I read Project
2: Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> Who puts that out, Aristotle? American Gothic Press. Oh. A, the comics division of Famous Monsters. This book was edited by our very own Holly Interlandi. Woo!
0: Shout out to Holly
2: Interlandi. Mm-hmm. You've done a good job. It's a cool book. What's it's this about, book about? About kaiju. It doesn't necessarily get into kaiju right. Uh, kaiju. Immediately. Yeah. I was re- kind of. I was
1: I had read I was reading it. It was uh. It's a lot like the
2: first Godzilla movie where it's like a slow build. Yeah, yeah. I was also got a sense of Jurassic Park in that like. Yeah. Uh, like we're running away from this thing. But any was, giant uh, robots? No, or at least not mm. yet. But it was real cool. You should pick it up. It's in a world where I, it seemed like the kaiju were extinct. Hmm. So
0: But then one arises.
2: Uh kind of. I they they don't necessarily say if they found this person that's like a hybrid kaiju hmm. human or if they breed it themselves. Hmm. Yeah. But is it me? Uh, it's, it grown? it's human-sized, but then like it, they human take its heart size. out, and then it starts growing, and that's kind of where the book ends. So wait,
0: pick it up. The heart grows? No, they take
2: they, they take the heart out of this kaiju human hybrid and put it in someone else. But then after that is when it comes back to life.
0: Wow. Okay. But that's why dude. that's why
2: you gotta keep reading. All right. I wanna know Never these. stop reading. Don't. Fucking stop. (gasps) Who put it out? American Gothic Press. Okay. And it's by Jeremy Robinson and Matt Frank. You know, Um, it's a
3: solid, simple name.
2: Matt.
0: Do you know why uh, American Gothic is relevant to this podcast? Why? Because it was painted by uh, Grant Wood, and he's from Iowa, and the painting's from Iowa. Cool. What's Iowa? Well,
3: story. ayahuasca. It's, it's funny Where that you ask, ask
0: <laughs> Eddie, because I was. We don't have time for that. What did you like? <laughs> <laughs> what else did you read, read? <laughs> Kelly? What?
3: Oh, ongoing? Because we... I talked about my number yeah. one. Yeah, you can
0: do it. Yeah, 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 okay.
3: yeah.
1: Okay. We both have number one of Paper
3: Girls. Yeah, so, uh, both of my two of my favorite writers today, Brian Yovan for my number one, and then my ongoings, Brian Wood, Starve, Brian and Brian. Yep. Two favorite Brian's, um, Brian and Brian. Yeah, it's issue Brian and Brian show five. Issue five of Starve. Um,
1: what is Starve about?
3: Starve is like okay, is it about so food? yeah, it's oh. about a cooking show. Oh, but it's like a really crazy, like survival list. like there. I don't know. It's really gritty and like. The stakes are so high, and everyone watches the show, and it's like their lives are threatened just trying to like cook yeah. These I was gonna say like meat.
1: like murder high. Yeah, like honestly, where it's like oh, uh, like Gordon Ramsay is like just gonna come out and kill you, and it's um, like this, this dish sucked, fucking like knife to the throat.
3: More kind of in between, but like more murdery. At least uh, in this issue, like okay. he gets stabbed. Like the main character gets stabbed. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so the main character, I can never remember names of anything. But essentially, uh, what? Um, essentially, oh, yeah. Uh, we Aristotle's are
2: bad
0: with names. Aristotle's
1: failing at, the, at yeah. the soundboard because he's oh, afraid oh another cockroach God. is going to attack him. It's true.
3: Um, but it's based in Brooklyn. I think it's in the future. It's weird. It's like, I don't, I'm not really sure. But, um, I'm super sure about everything, actually. And clearly from the tone of my voice. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, so there's this one guy that's, like, super, like, he's the guy. He always wins. Everyone loves him. He always wins Star the competition. And then I think he, like, I don't know, retired for a bit or something, and then he came back, and now he's doing the show again because he's being forced to. And the guy that's produced, the host. Sounds like
1: a cooking show version of Battle Royale.
3: Yeah. And the host is, like, they're super, they hate each other so much, and he's, like, trying his best like the guy that's running the show they're they're working against the 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 main character like trying to make him lose every time but then he just keeps winning because he's like such a badass um like, in the last competition, like, the competition they're in now is they literally have to fight for the kitchen. Like, they have to go to a location, like, where there's a kitchen staff that's working in a restaurant. And they have to, like, battle them to take over the kitchen to then <laughs> cook something for the judges.
1: To be fair, I would probably watch this show.
3: Yeah. It actually, like, yeah. If it was right? a real thing, I'd probably be into it. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, and it's really gritty.
1: But it's like, how good are your fighting skills? But also, yeah. how good... Can you make this couscous?
3: Yeah. I don't know. It's really cool. But then there's this cool thing in this Solid issue. Solid
0: couscous, dude. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, there's blood in it. Mm.
3: Um, But there's a cool moment in this issue where, because clearly like the the guy that's competing and the guy that's hosting the show, they used to be friends or coworkers. They used to be peers and now they hate each other. But they had this moment where... Uh, where God, I wish I could fucking figure out what his name. I know his name, but I don't. The I main guy. At, the main guy was like, "Hey, what are you doing? Like, this used to be about the food, and now you're just like pitting us against each other." It Used to be I about the don't... music, man. <laughs> yeah, like I just don't understand why you're doing this to me. Like, like they had a like cool moment. I don't know. American Idol
1: it used to be about the music. Yeah,
0: and then... it's not about never. the food anymore. And then never, and then it just don't
1: build that show then up. And it just became about the blueprints.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, once, once Ruben Stutters won. And then, what happened, Ruben Stutter?
1: I don't know. I was just kidding. I, I
3: <gasps> know nothing about that season show. Season I watched. I mean, honestly, it just sounded. Ooh, I
0: made okay. it about just the only reference I think I could make. Yeah. Oh American. no. Okay. Uh, who is it? Yeah, that dude. That Sanjaya. had like a. Didn't they have a movie? William Hung. William Hung. Kelly Clarkson
1: mm-hmm. won that one year, the first yep. year,
2: and what? she had. And since you've been gone, mm. goddamn.
1: Uh, and then to remember did a cover of that song, of course, that was fantastic,
0: yes,
2: so remember listening to it, looking at you because you're the only one who would yeah, but i also i don't remember i am pretty what sure are you I
1: trying to remember? remember
5: what are you trying
3: so to remember
1: she had she did a movie with like the guy who yeah, from Justin Signal. to Kelly
3: yes. obviously Kelly's
0: guys. like I'm up on this, okay, come on. <laughs> Look at you! Look at you come alive right now.
3: <laughs> it's like the my f- one of my favorite podcast. worst like, movies ever. It's so fucking terrible. What's it about? But it's so enjoyable. What's it about? Like it's literally just like. So Kelly was the fir- was the winner that yeah. year and then Justin was like the runner up or whatever. So they were like, okay, well let's put them in a movie where they're both on spring break and like, they fall in love. I don't know. It's f- so stupid. It's so stupid. Literally, it's just like kids on spring break. And it's one of those movies you where into you- it when it came out. I didn't see it cuz I wasn't old enough. Like I it was rated X. It was at least PG-13, because I was real young when it came out, so I wasn't allowed to see it. So I just saw it, like, last year, two years ago. (laughs) Like, two years ago, I saw it for the first time. But it's one of those movies where, like... Like, because my friends and I um, in New York would have, like, a bad movie night. Shout out to Ashley and Michael. Anyways, um...
1: Ashley and Michael.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But it's, like, one of those movies where you can see, like, there'll be beach scenes, and you can see the track marks. Like... (laughs) Going up and down the beach from the camera. It's just like so great. It's so great. And the outfits. Okay, anyways, back to comic books, guys. <laughs> yes. But Eddie. this name. Okay, so Brian Wood obviously is the writer. And then. Dan- okay, this is a real bad one.
1: All right, prep it, prep it.
3: Okay, Danny Gel Zezel G. you bad with
0: yeah, almost like Okay, it.
3: his first name is spelled like Daniel, but then there's a random J put in there between the I and the, <laughs> the E. Daniel? Did G- I don't know. Dan- the D G- is Dan- silent. Ang Angel Angel Django.
2: Django.
3: I really don't know. Do you know how to say it?
2: No, the you- Daniel. No, Daniel Angel.
3: I don't know. And then his last name is Z E Z E L J.
0: Oh, how could you fuck what? that one up? <laughs> God. And Dave Stewart. Anyways,
3: this was a great book.
0: I recommend it. Put out by what uh, publisher? Image. Image.
3: I feel like I...
0: Image, stop putting out some good stuff,
3: God. and stop releasing them all in the same week so that I have to give
0: you this all my money. This was a big week for. It was a huge image. week. It was, it was a huge week
1: for like for all the books, Really, there um, so many trades. Marvel had Contest of Champions that came out. Uh, Marvel Point Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a an Avengers jumping on point comic uh, for like all their new stuff that they're doing. Uh, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange Number One came out. Mm-hmm. Invincible mm-hmm. Iron Man Number One. Uh, mm-hmm. All new, all different Spider Man. And you picked
0: mm-hmm. one from
1: that. And curtain. I did pick one from that grouping uh, and uh i was really debating whether this one or spider-man or iron man but i chose doctor strange because it has the best fucking team on it um jason aaron and chris pichello and chris pichello has been uh they the last book that they worked on together was uh uh wolverine and the x-men which has been one of my favorite uh, x-men runs uh of all time but Bacholo his art is just incredible, and in this book, it's just no exception. It's just... Ah! His art just lends itself so well to this. Like, it's just so, so great. Um, also, this book starts with Doctor Strange exercising these uh, soul-eating demon, uh, spirits from this kid, and it's all going on in this kid's like, like, mindscape, like, soul, like, mindscape type thing. And he's floating, like, next to the kid, so he's in, like, in his... this other realm. And he starts hitting on, like, the leader of this group of monsters. And she's, I guess, attractive for a demon lady? And they start making out. (laughs) Attractive for a demon lady? He took a
0: page out of Tony's
1: playbook. He... Well, you forget that... I I think a lot of people forget that, like, Doctor Strange is actually quite a bit of a Lothario himself. Mm. Um, And... The other cool thing about this issue is that once he's done, he, like, leaves the house and he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, and the way people know about him or know to get in contact with him when, like, shit like that happens is that word of mouth. Mm. Like, he doesn't advertise or anything that he's like, like, oh, hey,
0: I'll come remove your weird, like, blood walls. Um, Uh, Pausing on the blood walls. So the ad in this um, shows the Iron Man and kind of his, like, classic... Like this is for Party in City. His classic
2: balloon form.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is for Party City. It's a balloon Iron Man, and his yeah, his pose is. Oh they're God. laughing because they're realizing just how ridiculous this looks. Iron Man's kind of posed right now in like what I think the promotional stuff is for like Iron Man. You know when he like came like anytime he looks, that he anything like about the teabag someone. Yeah, yeah. He has zero teabag cars. or like say take, take me now. Because, like, his his hands are, like, over both he's, his knees. He's taking a knee. He looks... Yeah. But and he's about to take But then one knee is to the side, kind of. Yeah, but he's then like the crotch is just so accentuated as this, like, mm. dome. It's, it's a bulbous yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. It's yeah. Kind of just pretty, round. It's just a thorax. It's pretty yummy. So anyway, so...
2: Uh, uh, Dr. Strange.
1: Dr. Strange is looking at it. His cape of
0: levitation.
1: <laughs> he can now turn it into a scarf. That just he wears like fabulously, fabulously. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh And it, he looks fantastic, by the way. Like he's got like this cool jacket on. Did you like, say he's, he's just...
2: dashing? Ooh.
1: Yeah, That's he's, a good he he seems like he seems like he, it's. He seems he's got like the he would mustache. be really into craft beers. Fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm not about that. But When he he's... live in Highland Park? Yeah, no. He would live in Echo Park, if not Silver <laughs> Silver Lake adjacent.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, yep. If not Silver Lake,
3: and he has a must. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And he walks around with the third eye all the God, time.
3: <laughs> no one else uh, can see probably that. Probably it. into, into crystals.
0: Do you guys? Right do you he, guys would be
1: inter- he would be you inter- into
0: crystals. Hey, serious question. Do you guys know how to activate your third eye? Yeah. What do you Good do? Good night, everybody. What do you, you do?
3: Um. Actually, that's a lie. Do you, I have, you don't
0: know. Do you know like how to make I, your third eye wink at people? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm talking about like opening it. So, like, yeah, I'd like to open it and then close it like a wink, because that'll oh, mean no. I have opened my eye. So let. Mm. So, like, what do I do, mm. Eddie? You never done it. I
3: just wear opal lights because that's supposed to help. Opal th- lights. Yeah, it like clears your third eye. It like gives you mm. like. Be able to see. Is the it like spiritual
1: picture.
0: vising?
5: What?
1: You
0: know, like the droplets for your eyes. <laughs> spiritual it a, vising. It's a kind of You jokester. Yeah. I was told if you visualize like a ball of light, like where your third eye is, visualize and like think of it and then just picture it exploding. What? Then that might do it. But I've tried it a couple times and it's hard to manifest a ball of light. Yeah. And then make it well, explode. If it's, if it's
1: anything like Dragon Ball Z, it's going to take you eight, eight or seven episodes, <laughs> and you'll be doing that for all the entirety
2: of it. So Doctor Strange walks around. Yeah, he sees things people don't.
1: Yeah, and awesome. um, those those demons that he exercised in the, in the in the beginning, they talk about how. Also, there's okay. like a, there's a secret bar. Oh in In so where he it? lives, that is oh. just all uh <laughs> it's it's all just the like wizards wizards and magicians are like the only ones allowed in there this
2: oh uh, is this this is sounding a lot like adventure time like he's got the wizard eyes and then oh. there's the the magic bros you know the, yes.
0: well, start. you know marvel uh, completely ripped off Game of Thrones, so I don't mm. see why it wouldn't be possible they're gonna rip off some other property what yeah, secret wars complete rip off of game of thrones this is wizards though we got wizards going so, on <laughs> so, harry potter great next so he uh next property he goes into the one. wizard
1: bar and uh he's like hanging out with the other wizards and they're telling him how um usually when a storm comes uh the the or the, the shaman's telling him how when a storm comes like um usually birds will flee where they are to escape the storm. And he's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, well, what if those things are the birds? And like, there's actually like a bigger something else coming. Like those, those things that you dealt with. And he's like he's talking about how he's noticed a bunch of different, like weird things going in. And he asked him, he's like, have you guys noticed weird stuff going on? And they look at him like, All the time. we're fucking magicians. <laughs> like what the fuck do you like? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you be more specific?
3: <laughs> what what constitutes as weird, yeah. weird um, stuff?
0: There's a storm
1: coming. Yeah, and there's a grizzled old man that comes and like tells him pretty much that.
2: Edward. It was it was great. Farewell to you old Spanish ladies. Coming. Farewell to well, you ladies of Spain. Man. I don't know the rest of that. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> what are you singing? What's happening? From Jaws. Oh.
1: Oh. God damn it, guys. Uh, so Doctor Strange number one was good. Go pick it up. <laughs>
2: I
0: am glad Derek, what else did you read? <laughs> I think you got something exciting for us. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I knew about this book months ago. Uh, I, th- I was flipping through previews. Um, and I come across uh, this book called Saints uh, for Image. And it is being put out uh, by two creatives... Um, the writer is Sean Lewis and the artist is a lesser known by some people. Uh, but I know this artist because he went to the same university as me Oh, and, uh, we never had like a class together cause he was doing art, mm. like tangible art, mm. like drawing and such. And I was, uh, doing, um, uh, theater art. Uh, his name is Ben Mackey. He is an awesome guy, um, mm. one of the nicest Shout out to guys. Ben Mackey. Yeah, that yeah. one of the nicest guys that I've met, um, and uh, really talented artist too. Um, if I can just sort of pimp him out first, uh, then get into the story. Um, I like Mackey's art in this because it's um, it's it's very clean. Yeah. Um, it's very clean artwork, and okay. um, and uh, I think that. It's, uh, I don't know. It, it, to me, it looks like, um, like a, like a, it it hops between different things. So, like, he'll do like a huge panel of like mm-hmm. at a, at a, um, band in a concert. Um, I that, thought of Guar that,
3: in this. Yeah. Guar. So much, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he'll do something that's like a mosaic for, uh, yeah, like that's a really cathedral. Cool window so it, it, but it's all it's all very clean that the, the mm-hmm. angles the His faces looks really mm-hmm. yeah really awesome. um and uh and then it just the more that the powers uh sort of manifest for the saints um because it is called saints and it's a little ambiguous at this point in the writing mm-hmm. um if i'm to understand these people as like reincarnated versions or like mm-hmm. i think it's basically going to be the fact that it's like yeah i had this like very civilian life and i'm seeing flashes of what my saint life was like and i'm gonna like uh-huh. realize myself yeah. and become that saint mm-hmm. um but all the saints have like cool properties like i think sebastian or or uh uh where is it Yep, Sebastian. He just like gets lit up by like these golden oh, the ar- arrows, and uh, and he's still fine. Um, <laughs> so there's a Regular lot of like, like, yeah. And then there's a girl. Um, what is it
3: that the first guy could do? He could do something with his hands. The first guy in the band, like yeah. heal.
0: He- is that he's what I like was like a healer, I think. Yeah, because there's figure one, it there's out. like a band member who's like puking up blood and he's like, here, let me help out. Oh,
3: okay, that's what he was doing. And he
0: like helps his throat so that he can sing. Uh, gotcha. But yeah, I really liked it. It's, it's, it's one of those like, um, everyone, it, all, all the characters are unique. They get like an introduction um, that shows what's their personality type, what's their power, um, and then like, piques your interest of, like, I want to read more um, because it's not all defined in the first issue. Um, but, yeah, for um, uh, a first major effort, uh, I was pretty proud of of Mackie uh, to pull it together. So, so proud. Aww. Good on you, mate. So
2: Mackie. I will say when I was going through the books this week, uh, the cover was interesting, mm-hmm. so I opened her up and the art was gorgeous, so I yeah. had to pull Beautiful. it.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good work. Yeah, What did you have for for a new? Did ongoing. you have a new one? My new one have was an Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what's your ongoing? Plutona number two.
1: Whee. 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 Last issue. Harmonize it for a minute. Yeah, I, know. I
2: was finding it. The so last issue, we got all our intros and stuff, and then they find uh, Plutona, a superhero in <laughs> this world. Dead Ooh. in the forest. Mm-hmm. So, no. Now mm-hmm. this issue is them all just kind of gather around her body, being like, "What These do are we kids. do?" Uh, yeah, they're, they're kids. kids. We found a Perhaps dead body. <laughs> yes. they <are>
0: children. Mm. <laughs> you kids won't see dead body? <laughs> No. Nope. Uh, oh, gotta pay me two bucks. <laughs> um, which issue is this? Was that what, an number? Idaho what number?
2: What number? No, what? I'm just gonna say. Was that an Idaho? Idaho? Uh, Idaho experience. Iowa. Iowa.
0: I don't
3: know. Idaho. Idaho. Ooh. <laughs> oh, he's so
0: mad. <laughs> no, I'm not mad because it's not an insult. Can't talk about those potatoes. I just feel like <laughs> I need to meet a person from Idaho, uh, Idahoan, huh? Idaho, Idahoan. Meet those hoes. Uh, I, I need to meet them and just like look them in the eye, and say I'm from Iowa, and they'll be like, Yeah, uh, people oh, fuck you, up my state all too? the time too. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. It's yeah. okay.
2: What was your question?
0: I don't even remember now.
3: What issue was it?
2: Oh, what issue number, number two? It's oh, number two. Who oh, okay. Uh Jeff Lemire and Thanks. Emmy Lennox. And, uh, I think Jordy Belair does the yeah. or the uh, colors. Yeah, yeah. He
1: like I feel has had a hand in like anything that anybody has ever liked. He has probably done the colors for it. Weird, if not some art in it.
2: It's great color. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's them kind of like what the fuck do we do? We can't, one kid wants to like, take pictures and sell them on the internet. Mm-hmm. And the other just kind of want to like, let's just leave it and let's pretend we never saw it. <laughs> and one is like, should we t- tell our parents or whoever? What have we done Yeah, to that is move? a weird dilemma. But the other weird dilemma that they, like the, the superhero kid brings up is like, we can't let anybody know because yeah. then the villains of the city are just going to fuck everything mm-hmm. up because she was the most powerful. And if Ooh. they know she's dead, then they're going to just take control.
0: What what's funny is like Lemire. Lemire, Lemire? does uh Lemire? No, no, Lemire. Lemire <laughs> Lemire Lemire Lemire. Jeff Lemire. He's um doing art. In story. No, no story. He's
1: doing
2: story. In this, yeah. uh, Amy but there is doing the art. In there in is the, a uh, mm-hmm. backup, like a, mm-hmm. a second half, kind of comic mm-hmm. that tells the story of Plutona's like final adventure. Right. And he does do the alternate.
0: okay. That's what I was gonna say because yeah. I wanted to know the division of responsibility. Because mm-hmm. that cover. Is... No, it's not really. Who's,
5: linear,
0: who did that? Man. Amy. I
3: mean, Emmy.
0: Amy? Amy. Well, because it.
3: It looks like Amy. I don't.
0: Yeah, she could, probably did the cover. Because yeah. she does, does she do the cover of a lot of his stuff?
1: No, uh, he. What yeah, about
0: Sweet yeah. Tooth?
1: No, that was all, that him. Was all him. Oh, okay. him. Okay, I, I think the the color it, palettes are very really. Yeah, 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 the they the, look the, very the close to each stuff. other. Um, he yeah, did that. You know? He did Essex County by himself. Uh, he yeah. did uh, uh, Nobody by Man him. by himself. Trillium by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, love you. Yeah, love his work. It's great. i not a fan of Justice League Unlimited, but whoa. He did a Justice <laughs> thing, Unlimited. That was like a Justice Canada book, and it wasn't like it wasn't my favorite thing in the world for comics. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you were attacking the series because the oh, no. series is fucking awesome. Great. That it was.
2: It was great. Mm. So good. <laughs> uh, those were the picks of the week. I, I've also got oh, one extra weirdo indie
0: bonus pick of the week. <laughs>
2: bonus pick. <laughs> just want to start shouting out the weird indie books now when we can. Yay. Uh, drawn we- onward by Matt. Madden.
1: What's a, what's a Matt Madden? Uh,
2: I don't know Matt Madden, but it's put out by Retrofit in Big... What is it called? Big Planet. And I love everything they do. And so I picked it up. What's the book about? Uh, it's, it's a real weird story. It's kind of a it's this girl getting on the subway and this guy kind of just comes up to her and is like, Whoa, uh, like, what went wrong? And he starts being all weird and she kind of just walks away, gets on the subway and then she keeps running into him and she, he keeps trying to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And then she eventually starts like talking to him and then falls in love with him and then they kiss what? and then they only ever see each other on the subway and then the next time he starts being like colder to her and then by the end of it, he's doing what she did to him. She's like, like, what went wrong? He's like, get away from me. Oh, typical then, man. Yeah. So then the <laughs> the point is to like, you have to then read the story backwards. And it's like, this is oh. what happened. It's, it's a weird thing like that. And there's uh, an in-between where...
3: Do we know the, what went wrong?
2: No. It's just kind of like a... Just a relationship. Yeah, it's just a weird <laughs> thing. But knows. there's also a part of it that's explaining like... This was a breakup I went through and the only thing I could do was draw this comic about it.
3: Huh.
2: Shit, but I want to read this. The thing that I'm confused about though, uh, well, no. Yeah, it, it's a it's a real confusing kind of loop.
3: Yeah. Thing. Have you read it backwards? I like, tried, did you but go the, yeah. It was,
2: that's why like, I was like confused like, oh, well now, yeah. how do I read a comic backwards? Do I read them like the Manga. panels backwards or flip the page and then start from the left? You know, right? when
3: I oh, there were a few issues of Trillium actually that were like upside down, backward. Well, like, yeah. I was so confused. I loved mm. it, but it was so confusing. I got tripped but, up. It was real cool. But, anyways, I want to read that now.
5: Yeah. Woo!
1: Those were the Picks of the
2: Weed. of the Weed.
1: Um and next we're moving on to an interview that uh Oh yeah. Uh Aristotle I and uh Jeanette, Jeanette uh interviewing uh the wonderful owner of uh Emmett Comics founder founder Mateo
2: Gilboa
0: We're not bad with names. Woo! No.
1: We we probably fucked that up. Well. I
2: don't know. Yeah, at the start he did say
0: your name wrong. But Oh
2: May tell a good book. That's in the future. Yeah.
0: The in future hasn't happened yet. The, in, I could still probably yeah. change it. Yeah. It's also in the past. Because in the past, I wasn't here for this future interview. Also, That's people true.
2: listening to it are in the future, so it has <gasps> already happened.
3: What's it like there, guys? Everything
1: fluffers. Holy Did Trump shit. win? Are our no. still a thing? Oh.
0: Trump oh, we,
2: won, and I moved to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we stand up. Yeah, in I think I...
0: I think I'd I think I'd go to Europe. Hell yeah. yeah! I'd write it out. I'd I'd figure that. I'd figure.
1: I feel like people like people have this like where they're like oh, I would leave and oh, like I know. they well, yeah. they all leave and then I'm just like oh cool. Well, I don't have to yeah. wait in line for like. I was so, like
3: genuinely,
1: but uh,
3: <laughs> like I was I was like you know what if that can Maybe. last the last election i was like if obama doesn't win again i'm just going to stay in italy like I, cuz i think <laughs> i was like doing a semester there i was like i'm just going to stay if he doesn't win it's fine it's fine and i'm already used to it yeah,
1: yeah. I, I love pasta <laughs> yeah
3: but now I uh, uh, love leaning towers. Now I'm there again. I'm like, do I move? Here's to I here's, here's my know. thought. Do I get free health care instead of having Trump as my Is president? It, yes, that's what I do. I take the health care, yeah. dump the Trump. So
0: we you have we have we have Trump as guy. the sort of ringleader of uh, the idiot circus, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, in this election, uh, if he holds true to his promise in 2020, Kanye will probably have that. Yeah. Role and it's just it makes me feel like, um, like how many like elections before like one actual like
3: I think not even like
0: Bush before like, the joke election stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh, really? like what's like, the, we're all just jumping before, like, like worse than Bush like yeah. because I think that Kanye would be worse than Bush yeah um I think that Donald Trump would be worse than Bush. I think that Honey Boo Boo would be worse than Bush. <laughs> I think that Honey Boo Boo for president. Boo boo.
2: Boo 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 boo. Like when does
3: the we just SNL is now the official debate? Like when yeah. does <laughs> that? Just well, now that's the, the funny plot.
1: thing. The funny thing is, there was a Simpsons episode where Lisa becomes the president of the future. She's like, "Oh, we gotta like learn. We gotta try to fix the 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 the, <laughs> the budget crisis that President Trump." Uh, created and I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's well, the <laughs>
2: Simpsons need to stop calling the future. <laughs> yeah, stop it. Simpsons, why couldn't they Jesus. have done something more? You know, that time everyone got free cupcakes in the future. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. They the Simpsons shit are like that.
3: manifesting our future.
0: Well, Hillary was like a joke of like first female that's president true. in pop culture comedy, you know, that I would always yeah. reference and now it's not looking yeah
1: it's i feel like everyone was like really about it for a minute yeah, and then like, like hey and then, and then like, they found did, and then they remembered that the internet was a thing oh. and it yeah.
0: was like oh what happened yeah it's, something's not holding water i feel
1: like everyone who's running her platform it was also just kind of flailing at this point and going like what do we do <laughs> How do we make her cool? How do we
0: dropped the balls so hard. Cool? We're not even we're not even there yet, and it's already. And she
3: doesn't even have balls. Oh.
0: Uh.
1: And on that oh, note, <laughs> we move on to uh, uh, the interview. Interview balls dropping. This <laughs> interview. Okay, bye. <laughs> hey guys, we're in the interview portion of our show, and today we have my tal Bilbo- balboa. <laughs> I, already, mm. That's, I was looking you dead yeah, in the eye and I was like there it is I was looking you dead in the eye and I was like don't fuck this
2: up don't fuck this Andrew, up after she told us I
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rocky Balboa Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Balboa.
2: Maytel yeah. Gilboa
4: today
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ma-tel Aristotle today. is not
4: bad with no, names no. today
2: founder of Emmett Comics and co-founder of Hollywood West which is I, oh, I was going to ask you about that later but those are just some things to let people know for now Tell us about Emet
1: Comics Yes Which is the reason that you're here
4: I sta- I started the company in January uh, I have an animation development and production background I worked at a company called Real Effects Creative Studios for four years mm-hmm. And I just um, I just didn't feel really creatively fulfilled
1: You guys did Book of Life Yes, okay.
4: we did Book of Life Um, But the problem with working in film is, particularly in animation, is you're working on a project forever. Yeah. Yeah. For years and years and years. And it's an enormous team. And um, it's a huge ship that needs to be steered. So a lot of decisions are made by committee. um, And it's just not... Being a development person at a company like that is just not that creatively fulfilling. And I thought that I would be able to make a much bigger difference doing something else. Um, My second passion, my first is storytelling, my second is empowering women creators. Um, And uh, that's also very challenging in entertainment. Of the 200 animated films that were released over the past 10 years, only four of them were directed by women. And two of those four were co-directed by women, so really only two movies were 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 directed full on on directed by a female director. What two were they? Um, uh, Brenda Chapman and um, uh, Jennifer, I think her last name is Yu. Uh, She directed um, uh, Kung Fu Panda. Oh, okay. And uh, and Brenda Chapman directed uh, Prince of Egypt. Oh yeah. Um, And also co-directed brave oh um and then the woman there's one more director who co-directed frozen really and that's oh.
1: and that's been it for yeah jesus
4: um there may be one more that i'm mm. forgetting right now because there were four yeah there's, my a, research.
6: there's a director that's a girl that did game of thrones for a little bit right
4: Are you talking about Michelle McLaren? May have done a few episodes. I think so. But that's not, again, that's not an animation. Well, well, it's it's not animation, Animation, right? We're talking about animated features. Sorry. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. okay. Um, And I'm sure when when we go back to listen to this podcast, I will have totally screwed up all the names (laughs) um, (laughs) and all of the films. uh, And I apologize in advance to all those creators and directors. Um, And then also on the writer front, only I think it was... um, Something like, you know, ten or twelve of the writers, if not fewer, who were credited were women of 200 films. So the statistics oh, are wow. just horrible for yeah. female creators. Um, and so I decided let's take a break from Hollywood yeah. and let's go into an industry that's easier to enter where there isn't such a high barrier to entry, where we can have a direct relationship with our fans and with our audience and start building community around the stories that we want to tell. Um, and let's do something where we can come up with an idea and have a product in three months, yeah. you know, instead of four years or five years. Yeah. Um, and so I launched my publishing company. Um, and we're doing comic books right now, uh, but the goal is to turn all of these series into full-on graphic novels because women... They love, to read they, they, they love to read and trade. They love to read and trade. we just we like to read more and <laughs> yeah, longer, right? <laughs> yeah.
6: That's um, why we love those thick books where we uh, could just keep yeah. getting
4: more and more of I'm, it. I'm never satisfied yeah. off of a single issue. I'm like, I want the next one immediately. Right. Instant gratification now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we just in the same way that we binge watch <laughs> we on Netflix it's nowadays. So true. We we like download this whole season yeah. and we watch it in two days. And, you know, we don't get anything else done during those two days, you know, but,
6: but, but you have all the knowledge of like 24 right. episodes. You know, right? It's,
1: it's funny because it's true because I, uh, I, I like pacing myself with those things. Where I'm like, oh, watch an episode or two? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to restrain myself. It's going to be fine. My girlfriend, as soon as new orange is new black comes out. Right. I will talk to her the next morning and she's like, I haven't slept yet. Right, and I'm right. Like, oh, okay. You you stayed up watching this entire
2: show. That was yeah. me with Daredevil.
4: My my <laughs> my my boyfriend just turned me on to a show called You're the Worst. Oh yeah. And yeah. he's like, Oh, you're gonna love this. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, let me try it out. And the next day, I'm like, Oh my god, this the finale was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, You saw it till the end. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, that's what you're dealing with here. I
1: have to, I have to, no, I have to stop myself. Sometimes I start, I just started watching Steven Universe. And mm-hmm. I really enjoy the show, but I, like, it's really good. I'm like, oh, I'm an- I'll just watch another episode. I'll watch another one. Right. I'll watch another one. And I'm like, okay, look, <laughs> it's been three hours of my day, <laughs> and I need to do other things.
6: Well, I will say there's this one, like, show that I won't watch the end yet, because I don't want it to end. Because, like, you know when you binge watch, it ends, and then,
4: yeah. then you're it's depressed. the end
6: of that universe. and. I won't finish or watch the last two episodes of Twin Peaks because I don't want it to be over yet. <laughs> it's not done. <laughs> I hear that. Until they bring it back, then I'll watch the two ones so then I can transition into the new one.
2: No, just watch it and then you can re-watch it when then they bring it back.
6: That's true, but then I just I just <laughs> don't want it to end yet. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like... I just can't bring myself. I'll, like, put it on, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch it. And they go, nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I'll go rewatch like, old episodes that I've, like, fallen in love with. It's like a game now. It is. It
4: is. So,
1: when you started, when you b- left Hollywood, or yeah. took a break from Hollywood to, yeah. to go do comics, what what was your, like, mission? What did you want, like, what did you want to do with, with that? And you were saying that you you wanted, like, an uh, yeah. easier to you know, work with an easier to produce type of, um, to put out, you know,
4: I wanted for the first time in my life yeah. to create without limitation. And that's something that you can do as a business owner. Yeah. You get to make the decisions. Um, and, um, I am super duper ADD. So <laughs> I like to develop a lot of stories at once. Um, And again, as an entrepreneur, I get to do that. Um, So from the moment I hit the ground running, I reached out to all the female writers and filmmakers who I knew and loved and some that I had just met. And I said, okay, I was able to raise some money to start this company. Let's come up with stories that we care about. And I believe deep down in my heart that we will find other people out there who will respond to our stories because they're going to come from a truthful place. I don't know if you know the name of company Emmett actually means truth in Hebrew. I was Hebrew. about to ask you oh, where wow. that name came from. Yeah, so um, I'm a very spiritual person. Hmm. Um, I believe, you know, I've read a lot of Carlos Castaneda, um, Way of the <laughs> Warrior. Um, I, uh, I meditate, I go to sweat lodges, I do all that kind of crazy um, you know, Southern California stuff. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: it's important to keep the spiritual side. Yeah.
4: Uh, but, but uh, particularly as an artist working huh. in, in, in business and in, in, a creative industry, sometimes you lose, you lose your connection to your truth and to your, to your creative spirit. Um, and, uh, I just really wanted to get back to that. And so I feel like we're finally back there. We have nine projects in development. Um, Some of them we've started releasing through the website. Others, you know, will be releasing throughout the next couple of months. Um, And, you know, I know it's just the beginning. Um, So uh, I think that as long as I maintain my focus, which is to let women um, develop authentic stories from a truthful place, Um, and not limit them, and not put them in any box, and not make them have to work in any specific genre, um, and to also inspire them to think big. I think a lot of women have been um conditioned throughout their life to think small mm. yeah. um, particularly female filmmakers because they don't believe that they can do a 200 million dollar movie many of them because they they don't have those role models right and so they go and they do documentaries because that's something they can do in their backyard with a with a video camera and the people that they know um, and i think the same thing happens in even in comics where women think they you know they think small and they're like oh i'm just going to tell a story about me and my family and my grandparents and and you're like wait a minute what's your favorite movies? And and then they go, oh my God, my favorite movie of all time is Dark Knight. <laughs> and I'm like, so why don't you want to write your own? Yeah. and like Something gritty. And once I tell them that, their mind like explodes. <laughs> and they like disappear for 24 hours and they come back with a million ideas and they're, like full of energy and that's what i thrive on when a woman comes back to me with that energy and i'm like you have not slept (laughs) (laughs) all night right that's almost like
1: they become possessed like their their sole mission now is to get this thing realized they
4: just reconnect to something that like becomes dull you know it becomes dulled out by society and by you know by just like doing the same old
6: like standard stuff but then when you light turns on and yeah, well, it's living safe,
4: right? It's, yeah, it's people learn how to just live safe, um, and if you empower them and and dare them to live dangerously, um, they surprise themselves just like they surprise you. That's cool.
2: You said you had uh, nine projects in development right now because I, uh, I know that you have uh, or at least I believe you have two comics out right now right five, Four. five. These are, well, we have Four. five
1: here it's confusing us. okay mm-hmm. I'll oh. tell
4: you why it's confusing <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we I have five comic books printed mm-hmm. that I sell at conventions okay and we also sell here at and Meltdown. in specific events so when we did our party at Meltdown I left a bunch of copies at Meltdown yeah um we're doing a more gradual rollout on the website. Um, so every two weeks we release a new comic book through the website that you can buy in print and digital. So we currently only have oh. two titles hey. for sale on the website. Mm. Hell in a Rose will go on sale next week and I did that I spaced them out in a way so that I could keep a certain schedule in perpetuity so that I'm not just like plopping everything in your lap and then you have to sit around twiddling your thumbs for for, like four months (laughs) waiting for the next ones which always kind of makes you like fall off and you're like "Uh." right so every two weeks a new comic book will go on sale um and, uh, and so five are complete and printed. Another two we just finished this week. And another two are about halfway done. Um, so those are the, that's the nine I'm talking about. And they're all different series. So, in addition to those, we also have now second issues of the comics, and in some cases, oh, really? third issues of the comics in creation. Oh, nice. Oh, that's
1: awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. the five that we have here are, uh, and uh, if I mispronounce any of these, I'm so sorry, uh, Zana? Yep. Uh,
4: if only you knew her full name. Oh, I tried. Just yeah, <laughs> I... was like... Her full Zana name is Nikosa and her best friend is Nwabisa. This, uh,
1: this was actually... This one and the uh the Wendy project were actually two of my favorite ones. This just because uh I had been reading a, a thing about uh, apartheid uh like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And so having this be a, a like an alternate world where like that never ended. Yeah. Like um it's crazy. Is yeah. Uh Joan of Light and Dark? Yep. All right. Uh Helena Rose?
4: Yep, an intragalactic fairy tale. Nice. <laughs> <Yes>. The <laughs> Which Wendy <is> cute. project? <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Romeo and Juliet and guns.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. that one was my
6: favorite for sure, <laughs> hands down.
1: It's it's these books. Each one of them is so much different from each from every other book.
6: Yeah, that's They're, the whole point. There's different genres. Even you guys add like little dirty jokes subtly, which I love. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's there's so much here. Like for. There's a flavor for everyone pretty much. Yeah. Like there's I feel like there's like books for kids, books for adults, books for
4: Yeah, I mean what we've done is we've rated them mm. so that people um know what they're getting into. <laughs> um so we have some all ages books and then we have some books that are more appropriate for thirteen, fourteen year yeah. olds and then we have sixteen plus. Um, the 16 plus has more sex and more violence and things like that um, what you're used to seeing in comics um, uh, but the, ho- the reason why it's such a diverse group of comics is because I don't I don't um, mandate any genre or any style or any subject matter I literally challenge each creator that I'm working with to try and find the story that they are the most passionate about and then how do we do the best job serving that story because my agenda is not to sell a certain brand my agenda is to empower creators and that in turn becomes my brand yeah. Um, yeah. But, but because of that I, I literally sit down and my first question to them is what do you care about? what is important to you? And then we go from there. It's like, uh, it's almost like a therapy session the first time we meet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole different approach. It's a whole different approach to development. It's tell me who you are, tell me where you come from, tell me what you want to tell the world. How do we make this happen? And how do we make this happen in a way so that people understand your intention? Because I think that's where stories are boring or maybe not executed well. It's if at the end you didn't really understand what the intention was of the creator. Right.
6: Or they just like run out of time or stories and it just kind of ends and like flops and you're like, oh, that was such an epic build up to nothing. (laughs) But because they don't have their creative like purposes or flowing because it's just someone else's character or, you know, like something that they're not like deeply invested in
4: yeah and i think one of the reasons why and i'm I'm not going to be humble right now but (laughs) why why i think the comics are so strong is because these women are being given their first shot yeah and so the stakes for them are really high
1: is this the first comic for a lot of these uh creators for all of them really
4: because
6: some of them have like film or writer yeah Like experience, Uh, like like the Wendy
4: Project. Melissa's an actress, a playwright. She writes app games for teens.
1: I was I was reading uh, a lot of their uh, their profiles in the back. They all like have uh, impressive uh, uh, resumes. Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, they're women who've lived lives. They're they're some of them in their mid thirties. You know, for fifteen years, they've been in various creative fields, and and they've been like butting up against walls. And not being given opportunities or maybe they just didn't meet the right person or they weren't in the right group of friends as we know so often happens in the creative industry. And for the first time someone is like, I care about what you have to say. Right? Yeah. And so and so they treat it like, you know, for them they this is their shot. Like they're just gonna jump at it.
1: It's That's it's how- almost like a nice uh, change to hear someone say like I I want to make your project happen and I want Mm -hmm. to help you tell your story and not just like I want to help you tell your story and like this is all the money we're going to make off of it and like
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if order. anybody anybody told you guys this, but there's no money in comedy. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we,
2: we are all.
4: Yeah. Very aware. <laughs> quite aware. <laughs> A lot of this stuff is passion projects. And yeah. You, know,
1: you really just want to get it's, get it out there. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's something I had to tell my investor at some point. <laughs> 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 what,
1: it was, and that's the other thing. It's so amazing that you you're taking this like chance on 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 all of this and and, and And
6: making it amazing
4: yeah Yeah. and
1: doing it just because you want to see more women out there in the field well artistically or you know
4: Totally. But it is selfish, right? No, It's because no, I, I wanna see more T V shows <laughs> and I wanna see more movies and more theater and I want um my kids to see more content that empowers them. Of course. Right. Yeah. And that and that represents a world that they that is familiar to them.
5: Mm.
4: Right? When you look at movies, I think the statistics is like, you know, six or seven percent of like scientists and engineers on the screen are women and that's not reflective of the real world right there's a lot of things that we're conditioned to believe about our reality because of the media that we watch, I mean, the average person watches, like, six or seven hours of TV. Oh and 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 content a day. So, I mean, it's the highest level of brainwashing.
6: Yeah, definitely. And not
4: even to mention, like, how long we're on our phones. Yeah. Well, yeah, this, I and, mean, oh, yeah. You're,
1: you're carrying a screen with you at all times. Exactly. And,
4: and, and every third or fourth image that I see on my Twitter is like a naked woman. Yeah, Like definitely. When does that happen? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, on the corner of, what is it? Uh, was it Sunset and... Gardner? I'm not oh,
6: too sure. Oh, are you talking
1: about the water? Yeah, the, the like, oh. those 1138 oh. water, water ads. Yeah, like- there's like three ads and they're all facing in different directions, but each one's like
6: half naked or woman, like
1: not with the water,
6: almost naked, right. but not and Really, we right?
1: Could never figure out if they were for like a water company or sometimes they would have like other ads on in there. <laughs> Where we would say like 138 water, and then it would have like a CD in the corner, and it was just like, but there's like so a naked wo- or like a half naked woman there, and then you're just like, what is what is this what is ad about? And
6: then at one point there was like an Instagram tag on it, like one of the oh, girls yeah. had their Instagram on there. I was like. What it, I don't get this ad at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's real weird. Just half naked girl on top of Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: this is our world. It is. You know, Dips. on one end of the spectrum, you have women who are nude, and on the other end of the spectrum, you have women who are silenced and in burkas. And you know, it's yeah. it's such a crazy world that we live in. I just I I would like to grow old in, and I would like my children to grow up in a world where women have more representation and stories are such a big part of how we identify with ourselves and our communities and our world um, that if women are not being given a platform to tell stories um, just, just because of that women readers, the ones on the other end of the content are going to be disempowered. Yeah.
2: 100%. Uh, I was doing some some research on you just to be prepared. Uh, and I I came across something that it said you were a, I wasn't sure if this was the name of it, uh that you were a co-founder of Hollywood West and that was a uh yeah, th- yeah, I
4: mean that's something fun that we do. So uh-huh. so um when I was when I was an assistant at William <laughs> Morris Endeavor, which is a talent agency in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Um uh I was on the third floor and this girl named Lauren Rosenberg was on the eighth floor and I worked there for two years and then finally at like three weeks before I was leaving the company, I bumped into Lauren (laughs) and we were like instantly best friends. And you're like, why after yeah, this like long? After and I was time. like, why did it take me so long to meet you? <laughs> I hate that feeling. I was like, my three years could have been so much better if I knew you existed. Yeah. And so we created what was called First Tuesday's Ladies Club. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where, where the first Tuesday of the month. We had all our girlfriends bring girlfriends. And we just had martinis and hung out. That's so cute and I was like, smart. And I was like, because there really has to be an easier way for us to meet each other. Yeah. And then that evolved into a more organized organization, which became Hollywood West. And we brought on a couple more female executives to be on our board. And now we have about 200 members. It's all women who are executives in film and TV and at agencies and management companies. And we do what I think is one of the funnest things, which is called Table for Eight, And um, I was inspired to come up with this based off of this horrible dating thing that I paid for years (laughs) ago called Table for Six, right? Okay. Where they basically, they they set you up with tables of six people, three girls, three men, God, why? Total total strangers. (laughs) And then afterwards, you can't exchange information. Afterwards, the matchmaker has to call you and tell you who was into who. No uh, way. Oh, that's it, was, it, oh, it was horrible. That sounds really ridiculous. <laughs> but the good thing that came out of it was table for eight. Um, so what we do is we pick a night. We send out the invitation to all our members, the ones who can attend that night respond to us and then we set them up on blind dates we set them up (laughs) on table for eight so eight executives who haven't met before dine together at the location they don't know who's going to be there we just tell them the location and the time um and we give some like fun reservation name to the table like Ellen DeGeneres and (laughs) And, um, and I've met so many amazing women that way and we've all been able to like accomplish so much more in our business lives because
6: you guys just feed off of each other it, and because
4: we know each other yeah. And we, and we can call each other and be like hey can you help me figure this out and we do we help each other it's just a network of women who are who are who, ride or dies basically well, <laughs> I, 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 don't even, I don't know if it would go that far but but it brings some humanity to an industry that can a lot of times be very cold yeah definitely but that's good because you bring a little
6: light basically yeah yeah, and you're empowering women at the same time yeah. <laughs> which is always awesome yeah so I actually I love that group but it's just a fun group
2: oh because I <laughs> I looked it up but then I also didn't want to get too far just so I could ask you yeah. but I I thought that was awesome
4: yeah I mean there's like a lot of um there's a like a lot of uh, consistency in my life I've been on this path for a long time mm. um i uh I started Hollywood West with Lauren six years ago now and um and Emmet Comics just feels like such an organic next step
1: That's so, an, it's it's really awesome because it, feel like comics are, are at this place right now where a lot more people are, are paying attention to them, and um, a lot more groups that have different uh, uh things to, not taste but things that they want to like put out there and say to the world and, and yes. like have their voices heard are are able to do it like through through this medium and and it's it's fantastic seeing like an organization like yours like uh, with your specific message too uh, yeah. of like empowering women and. Thank uh, you, helping yeah. raise.
2: Yeah, helping No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's awesome, it's so, so awesome. What is the process like though? Like you said, when you started, you found like all your favorite writers. Then you sat down with them and you said, like, dig through like what you want to write about, and then from there on. Yeah, I mean, is it still- you're
4: forgetting that I had four years of development exec- yeah. ex- experience. So like, I was managing a slate of 15 projects and pushing them forward. Mm. Um, oh. So I mean. I know how to develop screenplays. Yeah. So it was about working with them like a development executive, um, trying to get, turn an idea into form. And most of these writers came in as really strong writers from the beginning. So I just had to teach them the tools, because a lot of them didn't know how to write in screenwriting formats. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, here's the basic template, and here are some examples, and here are my ten favorite comic books. Go off, <laughs> and I'll talk to you next week. You know, and women are A students. Yeah. You know, they, we all want gold stars. <laughs> so you just, so you just, you, it's true. Like, that's why I don't believe when people say, like, women don't really want to do sci-fi or they don't really want to do action or they don't really want to do horror or they're not really that good at it. or I'm like, no, you literally just haven't explained it to them the right way. Yeah. Because because we we're the best students in class you know, we stay up all night Attention doing homework and Yeah, all of it. It's we a- do everything the teacher says. So you just didn't explain it the right way and you did not give us a path. It's always yeah. so
1: funny, like to hear that type of thing, um, coming from me being dancers on the retail side and knowing that like most of the fan base for a lot of that type of stuff is, is women uh, like just wanting more and like wanting to just like devour more of it pretty much.
4: Yeah. We, I mean, the one thing I'm trying to figure out right now is how to get more young women reading comics. And how do I go places where they are? Because they don't really go to Long Beach Comic Con, right? My sister, who's 20 years old, yeah. you know, my brother, who's 18, like, they don't. Most kids don't. Yeah. Participate in that kind of fandom unless, so, like a parent it's, is like, dragging it's them, dragging or a
2: friend tells them. Um, yeah, this is, this is something that I was starting to realize. Someone
4: has to introduce <laughs> you to that world, right? right? In the same way that your parents have to introduce you to classic film, or they have to introduce you to the Beatles, or yeah. like somebody does that. So how do we? Because I believe that girls will read comics. I believe that young girls who have never read comics will read Wendy Project and be like, where's issue two? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get issue two I'm immediately? I'm wondering issue two is. Right? I know, me too. <laughs> so, so uh, well, issue two is uh, in my computer finished. Nice. <laughs> so coming out soon. Yeah. Um... Uh, the question is now, how do we get them to t- take a chance on it? And how do we go to where they are? So one of the things I'm thinking about now is how do I, how do I partner up with companies who are targeting that demographic mm-hmm. and see how I can get in front of them, even if they're not paying for it in the beginning, right? Even if it's being delivered to them in a magazine that they read already, right? Or if it's being delivered to them you know, uh, as, a, as one more thing that they get when they order their shirt and their dress from a certain brand, Right, so that so that we can start introducing them to this medium because they're fast learners. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna by page two they're gonna know how to read a comic book, <laughs> and they're already gonna tell you what you're doing wrong. <laughs>
6: well, you know, so true. My niece, I have an eleven year old niece, and she's exactly like that. Yeah. So exactly like that.
1: Uh, speaking of what uh, you were saying, uh, fast learners, uh, I I feel like your comics are also very like. Accessible visually, like the paneling and everything in it. It's just it's very.
4: The artists are amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Where, where do you guys find your artists? Same thing with the writers. That you, I know you said you, your your writing team is.
4: I didn't know any of the artists. Okay. Most of them um, are actually on the East Coast. Oh wow. Um, we put out a lot of calls for artists. Uh, we we uh, did a lot of searching, and by we, I mean me. I, did, I, I always love to say we because it makes me less stressed out. Yeah. So I'm like, we have a lot of work to do tonight. <laughs> you, you are the one-man team. Are- it makes me feel like there's somebody sharing. And- <laughs> Uh, I it's, spent hours scouring DeviantArt and Behance yeah, and like really? every oh yes and every single list that's out there. Um, there was one artist who had a um, uh, a blog that was like these are the 100 best female illustrators in the world, and I think I emailed all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, I may tell goodbye. And then like you just may- cut and paste what you know, and then maybe like fifteen percent got back to me, but it was still fifteen percent, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then they introduced me to other people, and yeah, you know, we, it's just all all things in life come down to people and relationships, you know. It's true. Um, with with a few exceptions, <laughs> you know, like maybe maybe not like your surgeon. Well, yeah, <laughs> there, there are exceptions, but, particular, but particularly in like creative fields, it's all about connecting the dots mm-hmm. and finding the people who help you and who get you to where you need to go, and it's all collaborative, and it takes a freaking million people <laughs> to get anything done, right? And so it's just about to- it's, it's talking to people and being introduced to people and talking to people and being introduced to people, and just networking
6: as much yeah. as you can. Mm-hmm.
2: So when you did find your artist though, like how was how was it pairing them? Like was it introducing like this would work, this artist works great for this story or is it like living it up to the writer and artist?
4: So we actually have a little bit of um of like a film style in mm-hmm. how we work where we actually have the writer and the artist talk okay. about story.
5: Oh.
3: Huh.
4: And about intention and about character. Huh. Like in a lot of I've learned, I didn't know this before, that a lot of times, like, the writer will write and deliver the script to the studio, mm-hmm. and the studio will deliver to the artist, and what they get back is what they get back, and that's it. We're a lot more collaborative.
1: It's very uh, rare that the they talk to the writer, and they're like, okay, these are the artists that we have lined up for you, like, what do you think? Oh, okay, uh,
4: so... so um, the writer, we, we tested different artists. Hmm. We talked about character and intention and story and themes and color palettes. And I mean, we treated it like, um, like a movie. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was a director expressing a vision to somebody who is not only the costume designer and, you know, the uh, casting and casting and set. And, 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 you know, that the artist performs all those functions. And sometimes the artist wasn't strong with something like maybe they weren't the strongest Mm -hmm. colorist. And so we'd find a colorist to support the artist. Um, And uh, and sometimes we go through all sorts of different styles. Mm -hmm. Um, until we found the right style so and then sometimes people nailed it from the beginning i mean joey joey granger had a completely different style she she all her stuff was like really cartoony she sent me this impassioned email about how she wanted to work with us and i was like joey uh, you do cartoony stuff (laughs) and i was like but you know what test do a test here's a script i sent her zana and literally, what she sent me back is what you see in that book. That's amazing. I, we were, our jaws dropped. We were like, this woman just got possessed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's still the, there's still that hint of like a cartoony style like there, but it's not overwhelming. Like it's, it's, it fits so well with the book when I was reading yeah. through it. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah,
4: it's so earnest.
1: The colors too are amazing. I love yes. the way that they're, the
4: yeah, the so, are so soft. So now I have a new challenge on that one, which is we're going into issue two and I want Joey to do more pages a week. So she's like, Okay, you want me to do more pages a week? Find a new colorist. So now we're testing colorists hmm. to see if they can live in this world. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Can you um, so every project has different challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's
1: what's been so far for you the most challenging thing of, of starting and, and, and running Emmett Comics?
4: Um, now, selling them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is the yeah. hardest part. Like, finding the target
6: and how do you reaching s- them. How do you get people to care?
2: That's something I also ask myself with Zine Mill. <laughs> like, how do you get people to come to this? Like, how do you... How do you
4: How do you communicate in a way so that people think that what you're delivering adds a value, Mm -hmm. right? Because if they don't see a value in their lives, then you're not going to get anywhere, right? They have, you have to actually serve some sort of a purpose. So now I have to figure out how do I, I I know how we serve a purpose in terms of story, right? And in terms of things that are really heady, but like how in the day to day life, what is the need? Do dads need ideas for gifts to buy their 16-year-old girls that Definitely. aren't clothes? Yeah. So if that's a fact, how do we package this, sell this, deliver it in a way that dads are like, you, are, you have made my life easier. <laughs> Right? And so this is like a whole new creative challenge, which is now how do I become a salesman?
5: Yeah.
4: Right? From going from being a producer and a creative person first, now I have to all of a sudden put a sales hat on and be like, okay, if become I can't... Become this marketing genius. <laughs> yeah, <you're> mar- <laughs> if I can't figure out how to sell these, then maybe I'm not going to be able to continue making them next year. Mm. Right? Because this, yeah. this shouldn't be... It doesn't have to be a profitable business, but it should pay for itself so so that we can continue. Right. Right.
1: Right. Have you been doing the convention circuit? Like going to different conventions? Yeah,
4: but conventions pay for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Especially if you have to travel. Yeah. If you have to ship. If you have to bring people with you to help yeah. you, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's like a thousand, two thousand dollars to travel to New York Comic Con or Emerald City or Heroes, you know, and and you know you're lucky if you make that money back. So yeah. it's really a marketing cost.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I just want to throw this in there because I love plugging the Devastator. But the Devastator is a this other like small indie publisher, and they had an article that I I'm gonna try and go back and find. But they they do like all the cons, and so they made a list of like this is the con where you will make more than enough money back, and this is like the least profitable con.
4: Oh, interesting! Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs>
2: now, I haven't looked through the entire thing, but uh,
4: there oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be a great list to look at.
6: Mm-hmm. Um. I think That's even, like, your event here at Meltdown was, like, great, and, like, it reached us, and we're, we just fell in love with
4: everything <laughs> that you were doing. Oh. <laughs> well, we're doing an event next week. So oh. here at on, Meltdown? On the 14th at a comic book store oh. in Burbank called Emerald Nights. Oh, yeah. Partnered, yeah. Nice. We've They're partnered cool with the Women in Animation Organization, which is an organization that cool. has 1,100 members mm. who are all women working mm. in animation really? And VFX. Really? Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, you know, they've put out the event details. So the members, I have no idea how many are going to show up, but that's, you know, I want to get a lot more involved with that organization. Um, and I'd love to find more artists who are local. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I follow on Facebook this,
6: um, I think it's like a group. It's called the League of Women in Comic Books. And it's amazing. Um, I'll have to find it for you <laughs> and yeah, like send yeah. it to you. But basically it's all these women that are in comic books or bloggers and comic books and they just like post and like support each other. Yeah and it's I'd love it's that. pretty amazing. I like forgot about it till you just started talking about the animation. But I'll definitely send it to you. Please.
4: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely have a much uh, bigger appreciation of sequential artists um, now that I've been through this process. I mean, it is so hard to do what they do. It is so hard. Oh, my goodness. Um, and when they do it well, they are so valuable. Um, so, uh, so I'm just looking for more local artists because sometimes it's also nice to just get in a room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get in a room with someone and be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's nice ha, to bounce off ha, them. How's the process been going for you? You know, maybe let's go for a coffee.
1: Because <laughs> most of the times, what they hear is like, hey, those three pages done yet? You need to get those three <laughs> pages done by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you finish those three pages. But
4: that's those not three really, pages are just, needed. I, I don't believe that's sustainable. I think people burn out. Um, No,
1: and for a lot of them, it's just like, I need to work, I need to work. I can't do anything else but work. I can't leave the house.
4: Yeah, I think they burn out. I think they start doing um, uninspired work. Yeah. Right? You just start, you know, turning it in.
1: Yeah. It just turns Uh, into paint-by-numbers. It turns into
4: paint-by-numbers, and you see it in the comics. Mm -hmm. So many comics start off really strong and And then then become mediocre. And it's because they were rushed, and they weren't given breaks, and they weren't being paid as much as I mean I've heard how much artists have gotten paid on books yeah <laughs> uh, I, I, my jaw dropped yeah but it makes sense if you don't know how to sell it mm-hmm. well if, the thing
1: the thing about that a lot of that too is a lot of the companies are like well what you do we have like 80 other people that are willing to do that for blank amount like so why would should we pay you that and I mean, it's it's a really terrible state of And of... and
4: I don't feel that way about any of my artists. When I look at our books, I don't feel like they are just interchangeable. I'm like, "No, if you stop doing this, <laughs> I will not be I won't know what to do. How will I finish this series if you stop because your art is so special and your voice is coming through the story."
1: It's 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 part of the story. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, It's the first thing you see. It's
4: the yeah, yeah. I mean, what draws you in. When people look at the comics when we're at conventions, the first thing they look at is the art. They don't even look at the back. They don't even care what the summary of the story <laughs> is. I'm like, do you want to know what it's about? And they're like, the art's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely am
6: guilty of that. And as, like the covers. Yeah. yeah. If there's like an epic cover that just like draws my attention, I, I want to know what's inside.
4: Mm. Yeah. But then there's some weird... um statistic that uh, that I saw online, that like 90% of the people who buy comics buy it for the story and not the art. So it's this, uh, it's this weird...
1: It's a weird yes and no, because yeah. a lot of the times, uh, from what I see here, is that people come in and be like, I'm buying this for this writer because I enjoy this writer, the art isn't as great. Right. But the people who take chances on newer books that's usually it's like oh the art's really cool or like oh this looks really interesting and it's
4: so it's like once they're hooked they care less but to give something a shot you have to respond to the it's it's the visuals that they Mm. first
1: see it's whatever impacts them or wills them to pick up that book the first time yeah what? Do you, uh, but you were talking about uh, you give your 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 teams usually comics that you enjoy. You give them suggestions on, on the com- what what are the, some of the books that you, you I yourself yourself? I
4: have very quirky taste. Okay, <laughs> I mean my favorite is Rutu Modan. I've read that. What one? is that one? Uh, so so she's an Israeli um, uh, graphic novelist and she writes and illustrates mm. these gorgeous stories about the Jewish experience. Really, um, And when I read her book, The Property, it, it just resonated with me because of how personal it was to me. It's about, it's about her and her grandmother going to Germany to reclaim a property that her grandmother had lost in the Holocaust. Oh, wow.
1: Oh, that's crazy.
4: And it's about the family secrets that are revealed on that trip. Oh, wow. Um, and it's about uh, this generational healing that takes place. And it's a graphic novel, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know... You get your instant so gratification. So, so full story. So somebody might look at it and be like, oh, cartoons. And then you read it um, and you're like, this is not this cartoons. Amazing Heavy. and movie. Right. It's another, another graphic novel I, I love is called Cancer Vixen, which is this... Um, I think she's a cartoonist for The New Yorker. Um, she had uh, breast cancer and uh, got really depressed. And the way she got through it is by illustrating this graphic novel of her experience.
0: Um,
4: And it's kind of like very Sex in the City in tone because (laughs) she lives this high life in New York City (laughs) and her husband is like this millionaire, Restaurant tour and they go across the city and, um, and they eat fancy food, and she wears amazing clothes, and at the same time, she's dealing with breast cancer. So, um, so it's very entertaining and fun, but again, it's like intimate and personal, and Cause the and, characters
1: is living this like double life. Yeah.
4: yeah. And also, my mom is a breast cancer survivor, so. Really? So yeah, and she's 100 percent OK now, but um, I, I was hungry for those kinds of stories when I read it. So when I read it, I found it healing for me. So again, like both of these graphic novels were healing for me.
5: Yeah.
4: You know, um, are there more fun comics that I read? <laughs> yes, definitely. No. Okay. Um, I love. Right now, I'm loving Postal, um, that my friend Brian Hill uh, wrote, and uh, and uh, Sex Criminals is really fun. Always oh, great. And uh, and um, I'm excited for Kelly Sue's uh, new... Planet? No, the oh. uh, Pretty Deadly, her next one to come. Oh, the second volume. I, yeah. Just, yeah. Think, I just think the artwork in that one is it's just incredible. incredible. Yeah, like, if I could take every page of that comic book and frame it so you can and put it like in my office. Spaghetti, off, Western, yeah, it's, spaghetti yeah. Western. it's beautiful. Amazing colors, And I love Afterlife, and I love... I, a lot of them. Fables and, and yada, yada, yada. So you do love, like, all the different genres, too, like... Yeah. Just like you put out. But I binge read them. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not the person who, like, comes to the store every Wednesday. I come <laughs> every three months and I buy, you know, $150 worth of... <laughs> 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 and I read them all in three days. Yes. That's how it was Sometimes when I first started
1: bad. getting into comics was, a. Uh, uh, i think like why the last man had just finished oh, yeah. and i like picked up that entire series and i like read through it I yeah. like devoured that and i was like this is the best thing i've ever read in my life <laughs> yeah um okay. and that was for mostly just reading like cape stuff like mm-hmm. with like superheroes and then just going to that was
4: yeah there's so there's a lot of good stuff out there now yeah mm-hmm.
2: uh, here's a uh, just a random question that when uh I was doing my research. Uh, it came up that you were an executive producer on The Hive. Oh, God. Oh, I, just, I wanted to ask you about that, because I work for Nerdist, and I was like, we just put that out.
4: Yeah. Um, the Hive is a, uh, a low-budget mm. horror movie um, with uh, these... Um, oh, God. Uh, basically... A terrible government experiment has gone wrong. Mm-hmm.
1: As they usually do. Yeah. <laughs> and
4: a plane has crashed outside of a summer camp. Oh, no. And on this plane was this virus okay. that when it infects you, turns you into a hive mind. Oh. And so it connects all the people who get infected. Oh, crazy. And there's like a master control center that controls you. And so you lose your identity and you take on this new collective identity and you forget completely who you are. Mm. Only there's a lot of black tar vomit. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it sounds like a great horror. There movie. is black tar vomit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's really fun mm. and it's, um, and it was fun to make. We made it quickly and for very little money. And all on sets and at a camp here in L.A. Oh, so really? So it was a pretty pain-free experience. shooting yeah. experience, except at night it got really cold. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a huge baby about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm very uh, happy that Nerdist picked it up. I think it's really, it's the perfect yeah. home for that movie. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I think it'll be a lot of fun for people to watch. mm Nice. I just
2: wanted to ask about that because I was like, "What? How did that
4: happen?" <laughs> yeah. I didn't come that. I didn't see that
1: question coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you, uh, taking taking our guests to the left field. We talked about this. We talked about this. I anything? I'm gonna this, get an angry but- phone call tomorrow
4: <laughs> from the other producers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What'd you say about the movie? Did <laughs> <laughs> you
2: tell how cold it was? Don't tell them how cold it was. It was pleasant weather. It was pleasant weather all the time. It was great. Well, I think... I
4: think it's it's a better time. Yeah. 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 Do
6: you have anything less else that you want to, like, promote or anything?
4: Twitter. Any no. Things. Oh, I oh mean, yeah. For, I anyone, for anyone who's local, please come out to the party next week. We'll mm-hmm. have free food, cupcakes, you know. We'll have a lot of women, <laughs> um, a lot of artists. Um, I'm going to have a couple of actresses in cosplay. Oh, that's awesome. Fun. Just for fun. Yes. Um, it's a chance for us to, like, activate our local community, meet a lot of new artists and writers who are local, um, and just kind of keep building our our, our peoples. Yeah. You know? That's That's
1: it. So, you said you had nine books in in the works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it nine separate titles? Yeah. What are the other four, if I can ask really quickly?
4: Well, I'll tell you this much. Okay. The next two I'm going to post online next week. Okay. And where can people find you online? EmmettComics.com. Okay. We make it very hard. (laughs) (laughs) And our Twitter handle is at EmmettComics... And our Instagram is Emet Comics and we're,
2: E-M-E-T. And,
4: and our Tumblr is Emet Comics. So we're, we're emetcomics everywhere. Nice um. and simple. Go follow them and subscribe <laughs> on all the platforms. Yes. Please uh, subscribe so you can keep up with us. We don't send a million newsletters. We only send newsletters when it's important and when we have events coming up or promotions. Um, and... Uh, and thank you so much for having me yeah. on this podcast. Thank you for coming on. No, thank you. Yeah. but you were saying
1: the uh, the other two oh, that you, you can talk oh, about
4: yeah. next week? Oh, next week? Next week. Next okay. week. Okay. <laughs> Be on the lookout. <laughs> yes. Go
1: follow
5: them.
6: Go sign up and get notification when those two come out. <laughs> well, thank you, think, so yeah, yeah, thank you so much for Yeah, thank you so much for coming thank on.
2: You, guys. Yeah, yeah. it's great to have you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events. They happen every day.